generation of wrestling podcasts. You are not rocking with the God. What's really good? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Generation of Wrestling Podcast. It's always yours truly, the 27-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, aka the showstopper, better known as the GOW's resident tribal chief. And with me as always, I got my tag team partner, my brother, my family. He is the flyest in the room, Mr. One, two, three. Pin that ass down, K Breezy, aka Tuco Kimbro. But tonight he is known as the Hoodie Knight. Tuco, what's going on, man? Hey, what's good with you, Pender? You know, uh, today is the day. Uh, I, I guess you can kind of say technically yesterday we started the long week of recording, but today is the official, official one of six uh, episodes that we're doing, commemorating uh, the longevity, the history, the, the 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 fabled spectacular known as WrestleMania. So with that being said, Tuco, the host of tonight and the next six nights, man, shows as far as WrestleMania is concerned, would you lead us off, my brother? Man, uh, yeah, man, we're we going to be bringing this thing to y'all, man. But uh, with that, man, you know, uh, WrestleMania, you know, it's it's this idea that others came up with to create the most spectacular event ever and to not just make it uh, all about wrestling, but to bring pop culture into it. And boy, the cocaine in a lot of these people's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> man, I just wanted to get that off, boy. Woo, man, you, man, it, it, woo, boy, you, you, man, the 80s, boy, the 80s show didn't look different, but, uh, the, hey, what did Rick James I'm, say? I'm sorry, Cocaine folks. is a hell of a drug, right? Man, man, boy, boy, man, God, good Lord, but, uh, joking aside, uh, WrestleMania, you know, again, you know, it was that, that spectacle, that's something that can bring a lot of different people, uh, you know, to 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 see what this thing that's called wrestling is. I mean, wrestling has always had this hardcore fan, but you know, it's never had the spotlight that it that it will see once this you know spectacular has started taking place. And we're gonna start off, of course, we you know where it all began, WrestleMania one. And boy, looking now to kind of give you a little bit of perspective, little homie in the building, what's good, little homie. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, what's up, Pimpin? Yeah, I'm talking to you, man. What's up? Yeah, look at the screen. Yeah, I see you. Yeah, out of the eyes, man. We see you. I see you, Pimpin. I see you. Uh, WrestleMania 1. Uh, boy, I, I know we joke about, you know, the short, how matches be short on TV. Man, these matches were, <laughs> you, I, these were some, these were some quick matches. They, they, they did very little talking. It was, you know, you have uh, Mean Gene Oakland. He's, he's, you know, the great Mean Gene. Uh, you know, you had him talking to one guy, and he waved that guy off and bring in the other guy. <laughs> they were getting straight. They were getting straight to the point, man. There was no goofiness. There was no, no, no. There was no side us. It was, yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna fight this, and you know that person gives his speech, and then they, all right, I'm gonna bring in this guy, and he gives his speech, and let's get to the ring. As soon as you get to the ring, they're already in the ring. It's like, wait a minute, y'all were just standing backstage. So I, you know, I had realized, you know, you know, didn't realize it then, but now it's like. You know, editing is a, is a is a great tool, but uh, uh, this 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 you know this WrestleMania, this first WrestleMania, uh, for me, you know, I I was born in '82, but I didn't watch wrestling. I mean, I was only three by this time, so I I really couldn't grasp you know what wrestling was. So I didn't I didn't get to see the first two. Um, for me, I started watching you know WrestleMania three. We're gonna get to that shortly, but uh. Franchise, man, I want to I want to run through some of these matches, you know, and, 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 you know, go through some of the names of some of these Hall of Famers and 
some of these guys is like, whoo, who the hell are you? Uh, right, right. <laughs> so our first match, man, was Tito, uh, Tito Santana. Uh, he defeated the Executioner by submission. Uh, you had King Kong Bundy with Jimmy uh, Jimmy Hart as a special gift for uh, that uh, manager. Uh, and then you had a uh, special delivery Jones. And I put a lot of fight. Well, man, oh, man, hey. We'll make we'll this one compare in comparison. Hey, man, you know what? Look, we we gonna uh, we we gonna do what we do, Joe. We we gonna do what we do, man. The best we can, the best we can. But uh, you know, we we, we uh, you know, special delivery Jones. I'm like, boy, what was the? How did you come up with this name? Like, what? Right, right, right. Where did, where, what made you call this man special, special delivery? delivery Jones? <laughs> I'm like, man, all right, that, that's kind of okay. That's a funny one. Uh, and you had Ricky Steamboat. Uh, he wasn't a dragon then, he was kind of just you know, big, you know, cocky, you know, Ricky Steamboat. Boy, these, these guys were beefy, all these guys yeah. were. You, know, you can see the steroids running through them. Come on, uh, now. <laughs> uh, hey, 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 what, what, they, what they call it? The performance enhancing drugs. Man, I, man, I, well, you know, hey, look, between that and everything else they were doing, I, man, it, you, but, these, but a lot of these guys looked good. I, you know, I'm, we're joking, you know, but, uh, you know, it, it, it was awesome to see some of these guys, you know, be the prime. <laughs> And see why they are Hall of Famers, you know that they are today. Uh, next up, we have Brutus the uh, Brutus the Beefcake he, uh, versus uh, David was Sam Sam Maritino. I might have said, oh yeah, uh, Sam Maritino, the son of uh, Bruno Sam Maritino, uh, and it ended in a disqualification. But I got to say, at this point, I kind of thought Bruno was maybe you know a little retired, but I guess he was semi wrestling. Dude looked good, like the dude yeah. still moved and punched like. He can, he can, he should be in the big picture going up against Hulk Hogan right now, and he shouldn't be, you know, being a, you know, there out there for his son, which was okay, uh, right. understood that. But uh, he looked like he can still go. Looked at a lot of these guys, it's like, man, I wonder why they didn't wrestle a little longer. But you know, this was their peak. This was their end of most of these guys' career. Uh, next up, man, we had Junkyard Dog. You know, he went up against uh, Greg Valentine, and this was our first title match for the. WWF and it sounds so nice to actually say. Hey, by the way, Junkyard Dog was my grandmother's favorite. Man, Junkyard Dog was a lot of people's favorite. Man, he was was that dude. But uh, this for me, this was kind of like the uh, I I don't know the start of the show. Like I said, everything else it went by so fast uh, because you know there were short matches. But you know it it the one thing looking back at it, you know it was it it looked it because this. First one, you could tell there were a lot of, you know, we're just gonna go out here, we're gonna try to do our best. You could, there was a lot of people forgot stuff. You, you know, you could tell there were there was nervousness. You could tell, you know, they were, they were about, you know, trying to be spectacular, but yet still, uh, you know, trying to be entertaining. And it wasn't really much that really happened in the first few matches. Uh, you know, it, it really wasn't until you, like I said, you had the junkyard dog going up against. Uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine for the Intercontinental WWF Intercontinental Championship, and you know this was a pretty good match. Uh, you know it was you know it wasn't you know barn burner or anything like that. Uh, you know you, of course Greg Valentine um, he got counted out. Well he cheated to actually win the match, and then you know because uh, you had Tino Santana Tito uh, Santana coming out and telling the referee you know he cheated, and the referee decided to start a count and. 
Greg, so he restarted the match and then he gave Greg 10 seconds to get back in the ring. And Greg's like, no, nah, man, I, I won. I, he, 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 he was second guessing himself, but, you know, it's wrestling. Uh, but it ended up reversing the decision. Junkyard Dog ended up winning, but because it was a count out, he didn't win the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, but, you know, that was that was kind of like the, that's when it kind of picked up as far as the, the, the pay-per-view. Uh, Next up, man, we had the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. And man, I gotta say, I was I was fans of hating these guys because <laughs> just because you know they always they always felt some way about America and, and and to to see the level of the 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 level of where these characters went to really sell who they are, you know, that's you know that's, that's and that for that time in the '80s, I mean, you know, you know, you had certain countries that didn't really like America, and you know, to see the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov with Fetty Blassie, you know, the the, the, the legendary manager, uh, this was a really good uh, tag team match, you know. But again, I it's like to see these two guys together, you know, it, it's it's awesome because they were really a great tag team. Uh, yes, the the ring ropes the ring ropes were a lot looser. Uh, they were matter of fact they were too loose. I, I hell yeah, I, I somebody <laughs> was gonna fall through them a few times. Uh, but you know you you it, it was a pretty good tag team match. Uh, they went up against the U.S. Express, Barry Windham and Mark uh, Rotunda, and they lost uh, Mark Rotunda and, and Barry Windham. Uh, the Iron Sheik and and Nikolai Volkov became new WWF tag team champions. Franchise, man, I want to ask you, but I also want to go back because I know you walked away, man. Uh, yeah. We had Junkyard Dog versus Greg Valentine for the, for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, just tell me, for you, for, for somebody, you know, who was born, you know, decades later, um, decade and a half later, really. I was going to say decades, damn, bro. I, 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 said, I, I said that, I'm like, wait a minute, you're not that old. Wait a minute, no, that was, you're not that old, but. But for you to sit back and watch these matches, man, what did you think of, you know, when you watched this first WrestleMania? I mean, so when I, you know, when I watched, you know, the very first WrestleMania, it, I, you know, the first thing that I did was mentally, um, you compared it automatically to the recent, uh, to the most recent WrestleManias, right? And you see just everything was so much different right the whole vibe of everything was so different back then i mean it, it it's it still is a very pop culture center you know you still get your celebrities you still get your outside uh celebrity icons but back then you can tell like they were really really trying to solidify it as like the super bowl of you know wrestling and, and 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 like I said, you had Liberace, you had Mike Tyson, you had so many. I'm mean, not Mike Tyson. Oh shit! Excuse me, that's way uh, way too early. Right, you right. had uh, Muhammad Ali. Right. Um, then even when they had you know, even you know a couple WrestleManias later, when you had the the WWF and the NFL Battle Royal, it was like stuff like that where I'll get to that. They, they, yeah, it, it was just like you can tell like they even back then. Uh, Vince McMahon was always thinking, you know, as far as beyond wrestling, right? The entertainment aspect of it. And that's truly what it was, man. It was a spectacle. It was that one night a year uh, where any and everything, like this truly was the center of pop culture. This is where Hollywood and 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 sports really, really met truly. And the cool thing about WrestleMania, like even, even then, 
like you said, the matches were so much shorter. Uh, it's like they got right to it, right to it, like match after match after match to promos. I was thinking that too, because I'm like, damn, you got Mean Gene in the back, and you know, one minute he's talking to one person, then like two seconds later, he's talking, he talking to the opponent. Yeah, I'm like, how the hell? I'm like, okay, and then and it's funny because like half the damn time you didn't even see like full entrances, like the damn. Opponents was already in the ring. Like, hold on, what's going on? What kind of witchcraft is this? No, like and, and you didn't get a full interest until you got to the junkyard dog. That when you got to that intercontinental match, that's when you finally seen someone actually come out in the in the crowd. It's like, man, where's the interest? I want to see the people react to the to the fan favorites or the people they hate the most. Like, that's what I like. But yeah, that yeah, they were they were just quick and getting to it. Uh and and, and, and another thing about it too was uh with these WrestleManias and just wrestling in general back then. The style was so much more different. Uh, it goes back to what I said a while. Yeah, it, 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 it felt more like it, it felt more. I hate to use the word real, but uh, the simulation aspect of it. it you, some of these you no know, matches, you really couldn't see through people's shit. You really couldn't tell like if this dude really got jarred or not. And it was more. It, it was more of a ground and pound style. I mean, you didn't really have the the prettiness of it like today wrestling is very polished it's very pretty it's very acrobatic Cirque du Soleil type uh back then you had guys who could kind of do a little bit of this and a little bit of that but for the most part it was suplexes they were stretching you you was getting popped across the nose you was getting you know big booted across the face you know it was very yeah it, it, it was really rough and tough and it's like you say you know these guys were built back then everybody was solid as hell you know it wasn't really too many you know Shawn michaels walking around back then you know everybody you had the hulk hogan's the mr t's the brutus the barber beefcakes you know so you had the big guys uh i think you said earlier um who who's we talking about you said you know mike rotunda you know, Barry Windham, you know, these guys weren't, you know, really small guys. So back then, everybody illegitimately <laughs> could shoot fight and whoop right. your ass, you know, behind the scenes <laughs> too, so. Man. Yeah. Cocaine's a whole of drug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but next up, man, uh, like I said, after that, man, we had the tag team match. You had the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. They beat the United, uh, the U.S. Express for the to become the new tag team, WWF tag team champions. Uh, which was, you know, a good thing for them because they were over, you know, as being those uh, foreign heels that, you know, you know, they always put down America for what, you know, what America pretends to be. And, you know, it, it was a it, it was appreciated because, you know, the character It's the character. You know, you always got to look at the characters. And this was character driven. Everybody had a character. Some people were just regular guys, you know, but, uh, you know, that, right. that maybe that was the one thing for me. Uh, but it was the first WrestleMania. You know, you, you got to start somewhere and then build it up and go beyond. Next up, man, we got Andre the Giant uh, going up against Big John Stud. Career versus $15,000 body slam challenge. Now, yeah. when we got to the interview, okay, and I never paid this no attention. Now, mind you, uh, I didn't start watching wrestling until WrestleMania 3. I never really watched WrestleMania 1. So today or yesterday was the first time I actually watched WrestleMania one. Right. And it's WrestleMania two. But uh it, it it what I noticed was is when they when they were doing the uh when they were doing the interview and you had the great Bobby Heenan. Rest in peace, Bobby yeah. Heenan, the best in the business, that dude um, 
the weasel. <laughs> and and John stood, they were talking and they opened up the money and it was just a whole bunch of crumbled up bills. And I, you know, I started to think, I'm like, I wonder how much of that is actually money. I'm like, because <laughs> like, some of it fell out and you could tell Big John wanted to pick it up and, you know, put it back. But, you know, he stood there and, you know, they finished the interview and they did, you know, they talked their heels. You know, they did what they did. Trash. Right. And it, it just made me wonder, like, man, that was a hell of a way to kind of show money. I would have thought they would have stacked it up or something. But no, you right, just had right, crumbled right. up ones just in a bag. You, bro, you had, to, you, had, you had to crumble it up so we couldn't identify how fake that shit really was. Oh, my God. I, I, I noticed that. And I was just like, wow, man. Like, damn, did they really crumble up all them bills like that? And, you know, they had the match and it wasn't much. Uh, they went back and forth and. Andre and uh, you know, of course, he had to body slam uh, Big John in order, he, or he would have to retire. Uh, he he body slammed him. He won, and he took some of that crumbled up ones and he threw it. I don't even know if it made it to the crowd. Now I believe the money on the top might have been money. It might not have right. been real hundreds, but it might have been real money. Now anything right. other than that underneath, uh, that was just paper or whatever they had in it. But you had Bobby Heenan who stole it from Andre as he was trying to toss out the money, and they ran off to the back. Uh, you know, typical Bobby Heenan, you know, tactics, which, you know, you, you kind of appreciate that as a manager. Uh, next up, man, we had the singles match for the women's WWF championship. And we had Wendy Richard with Cindy Lupper. Yeah. Whew, a lot of cocaine in the eyes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> defeated uh, Luna Kai uh, with the fabulous moolah. And hearing the fabulous moolah you know you heard the stories you hear how she was as a as a manager as a wrestler yeah her yeah. aggressiveness and to listen to her talk it's like man i could see why she was badass i could see why she whooped a lot of people i could see why she was the you know the great that she was uh as a wrestler uh, i'm we're not going to get into the other stuff that you know came later but to the personal uh, right right but uh this this was a <laughs> uh, you know, uh, to kind of kick it off and move on, man. Uh, you know, uh, Wendy won. She retained. You know, she won yeah. the championship back. Uh, you know, they had a little back and forth with Mula, and and but again, it was more about the star power. It's more about the spectacle of it. You know, the fact that you had Cindy Larper there. You know, and having a a, a, a kind of gripe with Fabulous Mula, but there to help Wendy win. And you know that that's that's what the allure of WrestleMania is. It was that. Bringing someone you wouldn't have thought you would have saw be there and be a part of it, and 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 actually seem like you know they were actually enthused, you know, and actually like wow, this is actually fun. This <laughs> I wouldn't mind coming back and doing this again. So, I, you know that 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 was the that was the the allure of WrestleMania. That's and, what, the, and the match wasn't half bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't half bad. But again, like you say, a lot of these matches they were ground and pound. But yeah, uh, you you can you you you. It was it, it was old school. I mean, we're, being an older person now, watching it, you notice all the little nicks and 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 wrongs. Hey, and, man, and, no, 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 no. Hey, 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 you know, you notice all the flagrant bullshit. <laughs> you look, you, you look, hey, dude, look. I, so I'm not gonna lie. Wendy, Wendy Richter, man. Uh, uh, God, I can't. Uh, Wendy, what's the other one? I just, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, Lena, uh, yeah, Lena, or or uh, Cindy. Yeah, yeah, Cindy Lauper. Yeah, so so Cindy Lauper, man, she threw this one punch, and the way, oh my gosh, she is the rock before the rock. The way she did a 
backflip, handstand, springboard, moonsault off of a punch. I'm like, oh, Lord, how did anybody in the 80s really buy into this shit? <laughs> you were watching somebody you didn't, you never thought you would see there. I was like, how did fans in the 80s really think this is real? I'm like, hey, <laughs> how? How, Just the bro. same way we same way we think the same way we watch it the same way other people ask us why the hell are you still watching I know I know I know but it was just back I was just like the the blatant like flagrantness of it I'm like ah oh, really really I mean it would have been cool if you would have just failed out like, oh you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> she up here about to do a damn shooting star presses uh, off off of a right jab oh man that you <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. And finally, man, for WrestleMania one, because we, we definitely yeah. want to get WrestleMania two, because that was a spectacle in itself, especially what mm-hmm. they did. Uh, but the final match, uh, we had Hulk Hogan and Mr. T uh, with Jimmy Snuka defeating Paul Ondorf and Rowdy Piper with Bob Orton in a tag team match with Muhammad Ali and Pat Patterson uh, as the special guest referees. Patterson was the main referee. Ali was kind of like the backup. Uh, you know, this was now. Of course, this was the big draw. This was, and you you would think, you know, WWE. Uh, you got the Intercontinental. You had the tag team. You had the women. You didn't even put on the the main title. Your main event was a tag team match with you know Mr. T and that. And again, because you built up such a a story with Rowdy Piper, and man, Rowdy Piper was an one hundred. Sent grade A borderline racist asshole, and I love him for it. And I know that sounds contradicting, but it's wrestling, it's a difference, it's a character. But he sold it, he sold being that dude that tiptoed that line of almost disrespect, but didn't give a damn about it. But yet, it it, it, it made you, it made you want to hate him. It made if you if you hated what he was saying, it made you, it made you hate him. If you like what he said, it made you love him. But that's how good he was as far as delivering. Again, different times, you know, things were accepted. That, that's fine. I don't have an issue with that. Uh, I, I mean, I do, but it's it's wrestling. You got to kind of give and take when when certain things. Uh, but but him as a character is like, man, I, I I see why you were great as a character. You really sold being that asshole. You really sold being that dude that would double cross anybody, you know, just to get an advantage. And even if you lost, you didn't even, you talk, you talk shit like you won. <laughs> you talk like, and, and I, and it's like, dude, you're, that's a great heel, man. That is, that is a great heel. And one of, but one of my favorites, one of my all time favorites, uh, of course, uh, Hogan and Mr. T won. Because Mr. T's a celebrity, but to see him kind of be in the ring, and Mr. T kind of, you know, he wasn't he wasn't bad, you know, he wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. Yeah, you know, he held his no, own. He, he, he was he was he was serviceable. You know, Mr. T threw a couple of arm drags and a couple of body slams and whatnot. You know, he did he did a couple of performance center worthy moves. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as far as Roddy Piper goes, so me, I uh, as far as live. Uh, matches and uh, with Roddy Piper, um, I, I witnessed the very tail end of his career, right? So, right. uh, I, the last of Roddy I seen was like early 2000s, back with him and Hogan when they kind of had their little thing. And then, of course, you know, uh, when I think this is like right around where Hogan was like Mr. America and uh, shit like that, it goes to show how far removed uh, Hogan was in his career. And then, <laughs> but one of my favorite things that Roddy used to do, man, he used to crack him over the head with was that the little coconut and shit. 
Yeah, uh, the, 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 yeah, yeah. That that was uh Yeah, that, 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 that I don't know, man. <laughs> so hey, too close. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I so, so, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question as, as somebody up? that's you know uh, really had the chance to really kind of uh, be a part of his career as a fan, uh, looking at it from you know from start to finish, or at least you know the early part of it, about, about the middle. Yeah. So so to me, just from mm-hmm. what I've you know I've seen in Roddy Piper, and just from when I watched live, and of course you know just this old taping, listening to other people talk. Uh, is it safe to say that Roddy Piper is arguably in a let's say top 10 uh greatest wrestlers to have never held the big one? Oh, hell yeah! Oh, hell yeah! Hey, matter of fact, he's top three. I'm man, I'm man, the dude was so over, he was so hated, he was over. If you wanted to put the championship on somebody, uh, like a Roddy Piper, but you know, it. Back then, it was more about, you know, there was only maybe one or two guys that really were real top heels that held yeah. the championship. Uh, everyone else was pretty much a babyface. Uh, Hogan held the title for damn near the whole 80s. I, every now and then, it was somebody else, but he damn near had the championship the whole 80s. So if if there were the opportunity, but, but the thing was, and maybe at that moment, because he was so controversy, Maybe they didn't put the championship on him, but it might have been one. It should have been probably one of the greatest things you could ever did. Because what would you have? What would have been better than to the to have the one guy that everyone hates because he's just such an ass, and you you build up whoever to beat him for a championship? That would have been a that would have been a spectacle in itself. People would have paid to, and wanted to see that because they would have wanted to see him lose. You know, right. and, and and you know, I think that was a ball they drop as far as you know a company but you know like i said this is just the first one this is just the first wrestlemania we kind of went long with it but you know we're, we're, we're going to get through these next five uh but this is the first one i felt like we need really you know kind of talk about it and give it its due uh but it was that prototype it was that one okay we're going to put this out we're going to see what we can do and like I said, they 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 put on a lot of matches. It wasn't a whole lot of hype as far as the celebrities, but when they did have the celebrities, they did do something to make it feel, you know, otherworldly. You know, not just a regular WrestleMania. Uh, so when we and I and I think they learned that lesson because boy, boy oh boy, when we got to WrestleMania two, they decided, you know what, WrestleMania, this people took to it so well. They, they, the reception for it at that time was so great. You had a lot of people that seemed interested in wanting to do something and be a part of it. Uh, and so they decided, well, you know what, let's let's do it in three different places. So we're going to do a <laughs> WrestleMania in three different cities. We're going to put four matches on each card, and we're going to start the first one in the Nassau Coliseum, uh, I believe, in New York. And then they, you know, they went to the what was this? I got to look at this name because I know it's not the name no more. The uh, Rosemont Horizon, uh, the Ro- Rosemont Horizon in Chicago, and then you had the uh, Coliseum in L.A. And this this one was uh, this one was definitely for me. I, to me, I you know, and I, WrestleMania three was of a spectacle, but this is where they they saw okay, this is where we need to change things up. This is where we're going to evolve and make WrestleMania a little bit more. And you know you had the uh, the magnificent Marco with Mr. Fuji, 
one of the all-time great managers, man, Mr. Fu uh, Mr. Fuji. Uh, and Paul Orndorff, you know, they fought in a double count out. Uh, you had also, you had Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth defeating George the Animal Steel for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. And of course, the story of that match, which which seemed to be the, for me, I felt like that was the one of the big matches of the show, but uh, because of the story, you had Animal, you know, he, he had this thing for Miss Elizabeth. We all had, for me, for me, we all had a thing for Miss Elizabeth. Ain't nobody who watched wrestling that didn't like Miss Elizabeth or one of the was the girl next door, man. Man, man, oh man, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh, what a what hey, it's a panga. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it was. She was she was the panga boy before we knew it. Uh yeah. then you had Jake Roberts beating George Walls, uh George Wells. I'm sorry, George Wells, just a regular guy. Now that this is the one thing that I I do um i guess i i understand but always wondered why they didn't do more bigger matches you know why didn't you have more because a lot of these matches were just like regular matches these were matches you I, they weren't wrestlemania level matches you know they weren't you know they weren't always wrestlemania worthy opponents but again this is just wrestlemania too you got to work what you got uh plus when you're doing it in three different locations you gotta you gotta make sure you have proper matches in certain cities so I, there's certain passes that it's like okay i i give that a pass on that but uh you you had star power uh but i, I feel like there wasn't no bigger match than mr t versus rowdy piper and again we're coming back to mr t and rowdy piper because of their past feud what happened before and mr and piper just can't let it go and he would not let it go and uh, this was supposed to be, I guess, 10 rounds, but uh, it didn't go to 10 rounds. I think yeah. it was about four or five. Cool. Uh, of course, it was 10 rounds. <laughs> right, man. But they, they, uh, they, they, man, you know what? Watching it, the first few rounds was pretty decent. I'm really? not going to lie. Yeah. I'm not saying it was a great boxing match. I mean, you were, I mean, it's wrestling, but it was, it was, it was like, all right, man. You know, Mr. T came in with a game plan. He bobbing and weaving and throwing in right, hooks right. and everything. And and Piper, boy, he, he Piper Piper didn't look too bad. But uh, once it got to, uh, I think it was like the fifth or sixth round, right, uh, the fatigue started to set in. Man, right, man, and that, yeah, you saw it, you saw it, and then it was like, but I think that made sense as far as the story. With that, man, uh, before we move on to the, to the second part of this WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2, what did you think of the Mr. T versus Rowdy Piper uh, in the boxing match? I, I think it's safe to say that in this match, neither one displayed pure pugilistic ability. <laughs> um, as far as, but, but, hey, like, like you said, it, it, it really capitalized on the story. Um, Mr. T. Uh, this guy, he was such a character back in the 80s, right? Such a character. You got Roddy Piper, like you said, the guy was so, 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 so hated that he was over. And the thing I love about Hot Rod, man, just his whole persona, his whole swag. You know, Hot Rod has swag, but we, we, we even knew what the word swag really truly, truly meant. Hot Rod just came out to the ring, and that was a guy who really just didn't give a fuck. And it wasn't like he was a the baby character face. did not. The character, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, was, it, it wasn't like he was a baby face trying to pretend like he was just badass. No, when Roddy came out to the ring. You really felt like Roddy just didn't give a shit. And yeah, it was a gimmick. Uh, Hot. Rod Roddy Piper, but 
I don't know if I ever would have tried Roddy. Like, you know, it's a couple of wrestlers you look at you look at now, like, man, boy, you sweet. But I don't know, Roddy, man, that, that that's not a guy, man. I think you know, any regular normal sane human being would have tried. And that's coming from just a fan perspective. So to see, you know, just that energy being translated through the television, man. Roddy, he definitely, definitely, man. He uh he took his character, man, and he lived it. He lived it, and he made it realistic, and he made it as entertaining as possible. And like you said, man, with Mr. T, uh, I feel like those are two odd people to put together, but it worked so well because of the story. They they made it work. And like you yeah. said, by no stretch of the imagination was this, you know, uh, 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 a Floyd Mayweather or a De La Hoya Hill or even a Butterbean type exhibition. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, we, we, we got what, you know, was offered to us. <laughs> and it was, a, it, it was, it was serviceable. Like, you it know, when right. the team said, just, what, yeah, and it well, was it was just more the it was more of the story, like I say, pipe, and it was a year long story. I you know it was like wow, y'all. That's one that I like. Wow, they they took that from from them and brought it back over, and yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. The art of storytelling, man. The art of storytelling. Yeah, something and long term, and, and yeah. but it's not like Mr. T was on the show, you know, showing up to wrestling. You know, their their shows every show. You know, it would only when he needed to be, you know, for the time frame, but. You had something there, and and, and that, and, and this was also a time where rivalries actually were rivalries. You know, people really yeah. beef for months. I mean, months. I mean, you see one or two people for now, but every every other little thing, you see people. You have you see little rivalries in nowadays, two three weeks, four you know a month at times. They didn't fought four times, and it's 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 done. It's over. But, but but you know what? I I think the thing is too. You know, it's overexposure because. You're seeing, man, look, bro, these guys, you know, present day, they might be in a rivalry for a month or so, give or take, maybe two months, maybe two weeks. But the thing is, it's kind of, there's no, the builds are off. You know, the builds are off. Back then, everything, everything happened. Like, everything had a purpose for happening. Now, shit just happens out of thin air. For no reason, hypothetically, like this, the hurt business <laughs> that was bad for business. That was just the most random shit you could have did. I mean, now you get by. We ain't, we ain't gonna harp on it, but now look, you got Bobby Lashley, the champion. You had these guys being simps and suckers for this guy all this time, and as soon as he needs them, you get rid of them. Stupid, stupid. You could have, you could have got another five, six months out of this storyline. But, you know, like you said, back then, it was the long-term storytelling. And like you said, he wasn't on TV every single week either. He was on TV as needed, so you didn't wear out his welcome. And I think that's kind of what we're missing today. I think today we overexpose too many people. Like, even like with Bad Bunny, hype, and I'm bringing this up just to say, like, dude, he's been overexposed. You know, had this guy on TV every single week since the Rumble. And what has he done? Nothing he has done has made me want to see him wrestle at WrestleMania compared to when he showed up at the Rumble. But I felt like maybe if he would have, you know, got to an altercation or two, boom, you took him off TV and then you kept building up without him being there. It's like, okay, hmm, I wonder what he's going to do. Whatever. So I, I think it's, it's, it's not only the story you tell, but how you tell it. Yeah, most definitely. And this was, a, you know, and, and I, again, you know, this is this is WrestleMania 2. They're still, you know, they're still doing some things, but it's still a spectacle. It was still a spectacle because, one, you were doing it in three different places. And it's like, 
how how could you have managed that? And and to see, I, I, you know, and, and one thing I did see uh, for this WrestleMania that it was like, man, I kind of miss seeing this guy actually do this. Vince was actually a pretty damn great commentator. He wasn't yeah. bad. The dude yeah. knew how to talk. Yeah. He knew how to sell. I actually miss that Vince McMahon. I I understand why he couldn't be that no more, but. That is one thing I did miss. It was like I, I appreciate Jr. And, and 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 the King and uh, I won't mention Michael Cole because I never appreciate Michael Cole. But anybody else who commentated besides Michael Cole, other than uh, you, you, you don't like Michael Cole. I mean, I, I don't like I don't like current Michael Cole. I thought Michael Cole I, with Taz wasn't bad. Okay, Michael Cole with Taz was okay. I, I he was good. I, I I didn't mind that Michael Cole because he was you know that was cool. And, but Taz carried that team. That, that yeah. and I think that's the thing for me. It was Taz because Taz was a great commentator. But uh, I, I miss seeing, I miss hearing Vince be yeah. that that voice. It was like wow, man. It's like I. Even though I, like I said, I didn't originally watch this, you know, back then. I, I had to watch it now, but it was like, but I've seen Vince be that commentator for years and hear him, and it was like, yeah, I, I, I miss hearing him, man. I, I miss hearing because he was he was a true commentator. He was like he was that guy that that never missed anything, but damn sure put over what needed to be, and, and also talked down about what someone did bad, you know, and 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 show, he, he did everything to make me buy in to what he was saying, yeah. and I appreciated that from Vince, man. Like I said, man, well, we that's, what happens when you, that's what happens when you run the company, and you're the only one that knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah, well, we had that discussion yesterday. So we, <laughs> on that, this is WrestleMania, we're going to keep it to the WrestleManias. <laughs> All right, man. Next up, man. We so we so that was the end of the the, the NASA Coliseum in New York. That was the last match for that. They decided, okay, we're gonna. Oh, they didn't decide. They moved on to Chicago, where of course by this time the Bears had just won a championship. So I thought that was a great thing. You 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 brought the the WrestleMania to a city where they just won a championship, and you did something with their NFL team, at least some of the players. And we're gonna get to that in a second. Uh, the first match uh, for this for this part of WrestleMania that was taking place in Chicago, we had the Fabulous Moolah, who uh, became the who was the now women's uh, WWF champion at this time. Oh, uh, she beat uh, Valet McIntyre. Uh, 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 what else? Uh, we had Corporal uh, Catcher Catcher. I, I might be saying that wrong. Wrong, but uh, I, I yeah, this was a guy I never saw him. <laughs> If I did, <laughs> he was not the same person. Uh, but uh, this was a this was a flag match against Nikolai. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this was the typical American. But this 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 to me did not feel the same as when they did it with Hulk Hogan and others later on. Uh, nah, because you know why? You, you you got these all these brand ass motherfucking wrestlers. <laughs> oh, Dollar Tree ass motherfucker! <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. Uh, but they 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 played to the American card, and 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 of course the, they did. Why well, would one? I I'm sorry, I Nikolai <laughs> I this for me. I feel like Nikolai winning. You can't yeah. have. You can't. You can't please everybody. You got to piss people off, man. That's where it's like, and he, that, for to see him, I thought he should have won that. I, it's like, ah, he should have won that. Uh, I wanted to, what's say, what does I just say? I wanted to, Mr. T versus Piper, Corporate NFL Battle Royal, and of course Hogan. And, so you were at that one, I man. Yeah, I, well, you wanted that one, but 
Yeah, that, I, I wonder how that one went for as far as people buying it. Like, man, like they got the matches out, but like, which WrestleMania are you going to show up to? Uh, Joe said also say Ray Charles did it. He did, and I'm glad you mentioned that, man. Ray Charles, it was awesome. This this was kind of like the one thing. It was like, man, it was it was awesome to see Ray Charles in his, you know, it, this was at the tail end of everything for him. This was the older Ray Charles, uh, but he was still he was still able to sing. He was able to still be be that guy and. To hear him give the rendition of the national anthem, that was awesome. And you're right, Joe. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, bro. Uh, it, it was awesome to see him, uh, you know, do that because he, you know, he was just he was just himself, man. He was he was Ray Charles. And again, you know, this one was more celebrity driven. This was this this one had more people. It was it was definitely that. Okay, we saw we see the potential. Let's up the ante, and they up the ante, and and. Doing it in three different places was kind of cool. Uh, it was different, uh, but, you know, it was what it was. Uh, where am I at? Uh, oh, before I go, uh, franchise, man, your thoughts, man, so far before we move on. I mean, yeah, we getting better. We getting better. I mean, shit, this is better than WrestleMania 1. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't going to lie, man. These first, like, 10 WrestleManias is like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they were rough to watch. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. They were rough to watch, but. I can I can understand why they were greater for other people, just like some of the ones we were able to watch were greater for us. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, th this was this was definitely a, <laughs> this was difficult to watch. I'm not I'm not. I mean, gonna... I mean you you had you had Milk Dud James versus John Cone Stone. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> like who can John Cone Stone? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> All right, Milk Dud Jones. All right, man, I got you. I, I got you there. All right, man. So, like I said, this was in Chicago. So yeah. they paid up. You know, they had apparently the NFL players. Uh, you know, it was, they didn't really get too in depth about the reason why they were there. But obviously, you know, they gave NFL players from different teams. Of course, you had Refrigerator Perry uh, from the Chicago Bears at this time. They, like I said, they had just won the Super Bowl, so they were the champs. They were there. People were proud to see them. Uh, you had NFL legends. You know. Uh, Big John Stud, Greg the Hammer Valentine. You, you you had the Heart Foundation. I think this is when they were first coming in and being that up and coming team. They matter of fact, their their colors were blue and black. They weren't even the purple and black. You know, they were blue and black. They you know they were definitely fresh when they walked in. Right. Uh, and then of course you had the all time winners, Battle Royal winner. You know, the greatest Battle Royal winner of all time, Andre the Giant. And the you know this was. This was just a whole bunch of grown ass men hugging each other, <laughs> and like that's all this was, man. They were just they were just hugging each other and pushing each other. I, but because everybody, to me, everybody was so big, there was no room to move. So you know, and again, I I, I know I'm I, I was critiquing it, but I was watching it. But it was like, man, they like how did they structure that? Because it, it's like I'm I'm watching people. Uh, and, and you know it's like they're trying to fight, they're trying to move, they're but it's like every it's so everybody's so big, there's no room to throw punches. Yeah. So, uh, but but uh, you had a couple of eliminations where you actually had some football players eliminating people. You had uh, Big John Stud who were, who was going up against uh, Refrigerator Perry after a while, and that's a hell of Perry, a name, boy, Refrigerator Perry. That's a hell of a name. He was a hell of a player, and mm -hmm. if anybody who yeah. got to him play he was a hell of a player uh 
you, you, and of course he got eliminated by Big John Stud, but then he pulled the okie doke on him. You know, he said, "Hey man, I respect that man. You threw me out." Shook his hand and yanked his ass out the ring. And I'm like, "Ah, that there you go, right there. There you go. All right, man. That's how you do, man." But uh, this was a <clears throat> again. This was you know for the battle royal that it was. Again, a lot of these matches weren't long matches. Uh, the Moolah match was like a minute. You know, it was like quick getting. Right. It was, you know, the corporal beating uh, knuckle off was like two minutes. You know, this a battle royal went nine minutes and it was like, man, that, that's <laughs> all it went. like I thought it went long. To me, it felt went longer than that. But it's like that was only nine minutes. I, I, man. But it, it but of course, Andre, you know, ended up winning. He tossed out Bret Hart. And, you know, again, you know, you had a couple of tag teams, but they ended up being the one tag team that eliminated everyone else. But it was it was it was fun. It was, uh, you know, it was to hype the crowd. You had NFL players from other teams, but it was more the, the the few players from Chicago. You know, it it was different. It was it was it was something really to just like I say, you brought in a different audience. You know, you brought in. Uh, we can we can nitpick. You know what was cool and what wasn't, but the overall picture. You know, again, you know the the thought process of. Well, let's do one here. Let's do another one here, and let's do a third one here. We'll put these two. We'll put these big matches here. You know, we'll put these matches here. You know that that was really big. I don't know if WWE would be willing to do something like that today. Ooh, but I, think they do. I, I, I don't. I don't know if they can see. Well, see, this is where I lack the faith in that right now. Just a couple years ago, we had remember, you know where I'm going. You know exactly where I'm going. Where we had that was that that Monday night raw old school shit. They couldn't even get that shit together. They they had it all jacked up, bro. Like they had both the, the fucking okay. locations fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you can't even get a Monday night raw together. You think you about to get a spectacular like WrestleMania? No, 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 no. Vince don't even know what the fuck going on this year. <laughs> at one WrestleMania. <laughs> On two nights in the same place, but okay, well, okay, but I, but I would like to think that the the talent thinking, huh? Thinking in WWE does not are not synonymous. You know, I'm gonna move on when you say that. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna go through there with that one, man. All right, man. So, uh, okay, uh, you, like I said, Andre the Giant won. Uh, he won the battle royal. He I'm not even gonna argue with you about that one, man. You know what? Mm-mm, we ain't got the time for that. Uh next last last match for this part of the WrestleMania in Chicago. Uh we had the British Bulldogs. Uh the British Bulldogs, Davy Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid with Lou uh Abino and Ozzy Osbourne, who definitely definitely had that look in his eyes. Uh, <laughs> going up against the Dream Team, man, Brother Beefcake and Greg Valentine, they were the current tag team champions. And mm-hmm. be, you know, with the with having Ozzy Osbourne, who's from England, you know, in their corner, the British Bulldogs. They, they you know, this was a pretty back and this was a pretty rough match. Uh, and when I say rough, like they beat the hell out of each other. They went back and forth. They. <laughs> They beat the hell out of each other, man. It was it was a pretty it was probably one of the best matches out of the four on this particular card for yeah, the you know yeah. where they were at. But uh, it, it it was okay. The the British Bulldogs ended up winning, becoming the new 
WWF Tag Team Champions. And of course, lastly, man, we get to Los Angeles. And, you know, the show started off there with Jesse the Body, you know, one of the great uh, commentators, you know, of all time. Uh, he was there and, you know, he got Elvira. And I, man, to see Elvira, I used to watch her show all the time. It's like, man, my childhood is coming back. Like, oh, my God. I can't believe I was so into this. <laughs> like, I, I questioned myself on some stuff. Like, dude, you were a fan of this? Like, what did you, what were you thinking? Like, I was thinking it was the greatest thing I was watching at that time. But to Elvira, I watched her show. I, I mean, it was Elvira, man. I mean, who wouldn't watch a, a vampire with her boobs out? <laughs> I mean, her boobs weren't out. But it was just, yeah, I, you know what? Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I want to get too off topic, man. <laughs> hey, man, look, hey, look, man, hey, like at five, six years old, boy. I, hey, hey. <laughs> he knew said, I, I, like. "I knew what I like, liked it." Uh, all right, man. So we got Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus uh, Hercules Hern, uh, Hernandez as the first match. Uh, we also, in which uh, Ricky the Dragon won. Uh, we got Adonis, uh, Adrian Adonis, with Jimmy Hart versus Oko Elma. Now I don't know who the hell Uncle Elmer was. I that was definitely uh you say you never I you know what? <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I can't lie, you're right, bro. <laughs> hey, I, it took me a while before I saw her face. Uh <laughs> but uh you you had uh Elko, uh, Uncle Elmer. I you know this, uh, this was a squash back. I it was <laughs> Uh, you had the Funk Brothers. You had Haas and Terry Funk with Jimmy Hart going up and defeating Jack Jardar and Tino Santana in a tag match. And But, of course, the big match, the, the one thing that everybody wanted to see, of course, Hulk Hogan versus uh, uh, the uh, King Kong Bundy for the WWF Championship in a steel cage match. Now, I remember seeing these two, and I think this is where I – started watching wrestling because they did this for WrestleMania and I can't remember the time, but I feel like I remember when my mom took me to go watch them to face each other in a steel cage match here in Cleveland. And it was Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy in a steel cage match for the WWF championship. And it's like, I, my timing of winning, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't remember when. I, I believe it was around this time where I saw it. Like they did it again later on. I could be wrong, but this is kind of what the start of it was. It was like, man, what is this? What am I watching? And and is and it kind of brought me back to that moment watching this match. It was like, man, I remember. I remember seeing this live. I remember sitting up, not too far, but close. Not too close, but just right in the middle. And really being able to watch it and see what they were doing and, and really buy into what Hulk Hogan was doing and just being a Hulkamaniac. And yeah, young Tuco was sitting there ripping his little bony, bony little Tuco ripping his shirt off. And yeah, man, I, that was me. I was that guy. Uh, franchise, man. Um, this last part of the card, man. Uh, like I say, everything else was kind of eh, it was kind of okay, but this was the match everyone wanted to see. Hulk Hogan. King Kong Bundy for the championship in the Steel K, man. What what are your final thoughts on WrestleMania 2 before we move on? I mean, King Kong was a uh, you know what Scott Steiner would become. He was the original big bad booty daddy. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't really trying to be. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I mean, no. To be serious, you know, we we go back and we talk about you know, uh, guys, man, characters, uh, people who really made you buy in. Uh, so what they were selling, you know, King Kong Bundy was a bad sound bitch. You know what I'm saying? Hulk Hogan, of course, was a, you know, that all American hero. And, you know, to see these two guys go at it in the main event, it was good, man. And as, and, and as a, as a, as a somewhat seasoned wrestling fan, uh, but still, you know, being young enough to really appreciate what a classic this was, it, uh, it, it really made me appreciate the art of ring work uh and like i said once again storytelling because neither one of these guys were doing anything super eye-popping right it was just the right move at the right time selling at the right time just kind of really knowing your opponent and knowing where to be and how to be and you know when to execute when not to execute and you know watching you know a guy like ken kong bundy i mean to me him and Hulk Hogan had a hell of a match. Um, and Hulk Hogan, like you said, man, he pretty much dominated the 80s. And, of course, the early part of the 90s, mid-90s, he kind of, you know, went, waned off a little bit. But the 80s was all Hogan. Uh, and you and, and shit, man, You if you look at these WrestleManias, the, the Hogan was pretty much every goddamn main event throughout the 80s. So it was like, shit, is anybody else but Hogan going to fight? <laughs> at least for the first three. He was, he was there for the first yeah. For the first three, I believe, because the last one, yeah, 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 he was for the first three WrestleManias. It was all Hulk Hogan. I think the last one was the first one. He really wasn't. Uh, I don't. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. I'm not gonna go through it yet because we got WrestleMania three to get into. But you know, but you know, John Cena, you know, and, and rewatching these WrestleManias, John Cena, you know, he he's gotten so much flack from you know younger, older fans, whatever the case may be. But going back and really seeing how heavily Hogan was pushed, you know what, Cena, I can't, I, I, I can't even really be too mad at how the company really forced Cena because when you look at a guy like Hulk Hogan and the amount of success he had, especially during the eighties, unmatched, unmatched, and looking at it and looking at the current landscape now. Cena, besides, I mean, you had Rock, you had Austin, but Cena, Cena was probably the closest, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it out there: Cena would probably be the closest you will ever get to Hulk Hogan in a very long time. And as good as Roman Reigns is doing now, not even Roman well, Reigns is gonna reach that Hulk Hogan level. Nowhere near. Well, 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 for Cena, uh, one, his character is off the back of the Rock and Austin. The mm-hmm. one thing that that's the difference for him is he started out as a kind of like a baby face and then he turned to heel. The heel got him more recognized, but once he became a baby face, he stayed baby face. So, yeah, yeah uh, from that point on, he was he was truly that next Hulk Hogan, uh, yeah. you know, as far as what he did. And, and like you watching it back and again, I was a Hulkamaniac. So it's like when I when I look at what John Cena's doing, I understand it. But the difference is, well, not really. You know, when I guess when you think about it now, there really wasn't no difference in Hulk Hogan either. At this yeah. point in time, you know, you had other people that, you know, could have been champion or, or worthy of champion, especially Macho Man Randy Savage. He was definitely worthy of being a champion. But and they built up to that later on. But uh, 
it was kind of the same thing. You had so many, but but I feel like you had more credible guys then as far as characters and and, and being yeah. you know, want people wanting to see them than you do now. And at least have that that thought that maybe the guy you like can and will actually win. So that that was a little bit different. Uh hey, two now we're keep on it going. Keep oh, go ahead, man. Keep it, keep uh, it going. Yeah, I got you. Uh, so now we're going to move on to WrestleMania 3. And this is, for me, folks, this is the WrestleMania that uh, this is what really bought me into, like, really enjoying it. And this was like, oh, man, I got to see this. I got to watch it. Uh, and it was, of course, man, it was because at this WrestleMania, we had the matchup that they clearly were building up to, the match that a lot of people wanted to see, but they weren't sure if or when they would see it. And we got the infamous, and if you see it, and I believe it for me and my camera, it's the top right corner. You've got uh, Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan for your main event for the WWF Championship. Uh, and and this, this was a very... Um, uh, this was this wasn't a bad pay per view. Uh, this wasn't a bad WrestleMania to watch. It, it brought back a lot of childhood memories. Seeing a lot of these guys that you know I saw was like, oh man, I like him. Oh man, all right, man. he's ah boo. I'm glad he lost. Uh, you know, you had different. You 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 had a lot of you had a lot of more uh the, the people that I started to follow more afterwards. Uh, you know. Like I say, WrestleMania three. This is when, this is the one I remember. This is when I really got into it. I was really into wrestling. Uh, we start off the first match. You had the Can Am Connection, Rick Martel and Tom Zink defeating Bob Orton and the Magnificent Marco with Mr. Fuji in a regular tag team match. Nothing special. No, nothing. You know anything for that? You had Billy Jack uh, Haynes versus Hercules with Bobby Heenan, and which ended up in a double countout. You know, okay. You know, it, like I said, you know, it, the the because of the the spectacle that WrestleMania was, because of, and I believe this is the one with Aretha. Was this Aretha? I can't remember. Damn it! Uh, I think this is the one with Aretha as the she did the national anthem uh, for this one. Um, but you 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 it was it was again it started off kind of slow. It picked up. Uh, the next match you had Hillbilly Jim, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, you know you had uh, that's 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 Hacksaw Jim Hood. You know, that's Hacksaw. Uh, oh Hill. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He yeah, showed yeah, his yeah, right. He yeah, showed his That, that hey, was Hacksaw. Hey, hey, yeah. The hey, whole hey, was hey. Hacksaw. Yeah, that was him. Hey, you you you, you, see, you, see, you said Hillbilly Jim, and in my head I heard you say Hillbilly Jim. I don't know why I thought it was just why you said Hacksaw. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. I just want an excuse to say ho. Yeah, that's all right, man. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> seriously, maybe more time. Be, it'll be plenty of time for that one. Uh, uh, and of course, the Haitian kid and Little Beaver defeated King Kong Bundy, Little Tokyo, and Lord Little Brook. And it was again, it's like, where the hey, bro, these are like some fucking Game of Thrones characters, right? Like, where are y'all? Where did y'all come up with these names, man? Like, Little Brook. Like little Tokyo, like Lord, <laughs> little, little Tokyo, like, sound like a little rapper, little Tokyo. <laughs> like man, like what? Where, where do y'all? Where do y'all come up with it, man? Yo, I was glued to the giant TV at the bar. I was twelve, one years old, when my friend mom was a regular at the bar across the street. They let us in to watch for free. That's awesome. 
And those are the moments as, as a kid, man, that you really appreciate <laughs> when you get to be somewhere you're not supposed to be and watch something so awesome. And it makes you a fan to this day. So that's really awesome man, that, you know, your friend's mom let y'all do that. But again, back then, we can get away with a lot more stuff than we could today. Uh, next up, man, uh, it's a hair versus her match with Piper and Jonas was fun. Yeah, it was. Tough setup, fellas. New sub. I said, man, what's going on, man? How you doing? Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Uh, you know, we uh you know, we 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 try to be different and try to be us, man. So, you know, we we appreciate you giving us a little bit of your time. Uh next up, man, you know, we had uh like I said, weird names, but you know, it was what it was. Right. Uh we had Harley Race with Bobby Heenan and the Fabulous Moolah defeating the junkyard doll in a loser must bow match. And <laughs> watching it now, it was yeah. like, uh, 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 keep it a hundred, be honest. Uh, I was like, uh yeah. cringeworthy, wasn't it? Man, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> back then, okay, back then, I not being naive. Five year old, yeah, yeah. being naive, not not really understanding it. In thirty nine, <laughs> now looking at it, oh man, damn, you're like, damn, why that was my boy like that. <laughs> why y'all do my boy like that? But it, again, man, uh, different times, different, you know, different. What was you know what was okay and whatnot. Again, I know we talked about this yesterday, man, and, and it's the it's, everything still applies. You know, it's still it's a bit of contradiction, but you know, look. So is everything else we watch. Uh, moving on, man. We we well first on before I, I, I move on. Uh, so far, those first four matches, man. What did you what did you think of WrestleMania three as it started off? Uh, man, WrestleMania I'm, three I'm was different. Yeah, WrestleMania three was different, man. It, it, it was it was different. Uh, it it was weird because it was like the, the stuff that was really good was really good. But the stuff that was really bad was, was terrible. Was terrible. But I mean, like, like with all new things, and, and, and I'm joking. You know, I, I'm being serious, but I'm also saying it, you know, in a lighthearted way because you know, WrestleMania and like all new things, you know, you got growing pains. You're gonna have to pretty much throw shit to the wall and see what stick. And some things are gonna stick, some things aren't. But you know. It is what it is. But, yes, yeah, certain matches and certain stipulations, like the whole body slam thing versus the money or whatever the case may be. Like, what, like come on, man. You know, goddamn well. Andre the Giant big ass is going to body slam it. You, you know goddamn well, well that was going to happen. But I didn't have a problem with that. The only reason that that was kind of okay because Big John Studd at that time, was look, he was looked at as that guy that could do it. He was, I mean, it was Big yeah. John Stud, man. I mean, yeah. dude, he was huge. Nobody could really, really mess with him. So it wasn't as if, uh, you know, he was like Santino Morella, <laughs> some corner <laughs> against Andre the Giant. Man, this was a dude who had the strength. He was big enough. He could legitimately pick up the Andre the Giant and body slam him. I, you know, but he, 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 he you know what it was. into it. Let me let me tell you what would have made my day a WrestleMania moment. I got one for you, bro. You ain't gonna believe this shit. Funaki body slamming Batista. Now, if he would have did that shit, you would you would have made my day. First of all, Funaki getting a match on WrestleMania. You, I boy, wake the hell up. <laughs> hey, hey, I remember I used to play. I was at SmackDown. Know your role, and I used to uh, like uh, Funaki and Takamichi Nuku. <laughs> 
like the fact that ass. you remember talking not to meet you. Oh man, I can't even say his name, but the fact yeah. that you remember that, that is awesome. And, and, and I used to get my ass whooped by Gang Grill and Chris Blackman. Oh man, Funaki. I hey, I only wrestled with Funaki and Takamichi just because they had some cool ass names. They moveset was trash though. I mean, they, Fanaki, man. What did you expect? It was Fanaki, man. He was a joke. Hey, right, you, know, you know, we're starting to realize that Michael Nakazawa is just AEW's version of Funaki. But his is worse, man. Shit, at least Fanaki got to wrestle. Jesus. All right, man. Um, so uh, let, let's move on to three because we got three more of these to get through. And we're already an hour in, man. Uh, Side note suplex. What's going on, family? What's going on, brother, man? Listen along, man. We appreciate you, brother. Uh, so, you know, we got, you know, uh, the next match we had, man, was the Dream Team, Greg yes, Valentine sir. and Brutus the Beefcake with Johnny Valent and Dina Bravo uh, as their managers defeated the Rue Brothers, the Rogue Brothers. I might have said that wrong. The Rugo Brothers, the way I'm looking at this, uh, uh, Jacques and Raymond. I, uh, again, uh, and I think this was uh, Free Laurent, uh, what's that, Laurent Zonstant? Uh, what was that French? Uh, oh, oh, lots of resistance. Yeah, yeah. This was them before yeah. them. All right. Yeah. I, I feel like this is this is. I'm like, ah, oh, this is who this was. Okay, I see why they brought this connection back after years later. Uh, but next up, we're gonna get to what Joe said was fun, man. You had Roddy Piper and R. You, uh, I'm sorry, Roddy Piper defeating uh, Adrian Adonis with Jimmy Hart in a hair versus hair match, and. I know people probably wanted to see Piper lose his hair. I, you know, like, man, you know what? You knew that wasn't gonna happen. They weren't about to shave off the high ride, man. I, I, yeah, they were, but it, 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 but you know, people wanted to see it. Yeah, even if you know he was sort of, and he was still hot rod. I mean, he was still an asshole. But I think by this time, he was, he was kind of face, you know, kind of good or whatever. Just uh, hey, hey rest in peace to hot rod, man. But his ass would look like a white Mister Potato Head. <laughs> Man, dude, yeah, no, no, Piper, yeah, Piper, they wouldn't Piper would look as bad as Vince did when Vince got his head shaved. Vince looked yeah. terrible when he got hey, his bro, head. Hey, bro, you know what's crazy? I don't even blame Vince for wearing the do rags. <laughs> no, I didn't either. I did not either. Like, yeah, you need to cover that up, dude. Yeah, you, I, I just hey, hey, cover that up, bro. <laughs> that, hey, not everyone you can't look hey, the, only thing, the only thing that would have made that WrestleMania moment more popping for me with Vince is if he would have came out wearing the, uh, you know, like the little koofies. <laughs> no, I save that because we're gonna get there. So you save that. No, you save that one. All right, man. So, uh, you like I said, you had hair versus hair. Piper won. Uh, next up, you had a six man tag. You had Danny Davis and the Hart right. Foundation uh, with Jimmy Hart. You had them defeating Tino San, uh, Tito Santana and the British Bulldogs at a six man match. Uh, you had Butch Reed with Slick. And I forgot about Slick, man. Slick was yeah. so, I, again, man, one of those another those managers, boy. He could he could say some things. Hey, I wouldn't. Uh, he was definitely he was definitely up there as one of the best, at, especially at that time because the '80s were definitely more manager driven, and that's yeah, something sure. I wish WWE would do more of now. I wish they would be more manager driven and and get those guys that are great mouthpieces to put over the other talent like that's what made bobby heenan so great and jim Cornette and jimmy hart and mr uh, fuji and so many other people because you know they could put their talent over because they can they can they can put they can they can do the promos they they can they can talk to talk they can talk right. to talk and that's what that's that's one thing i do miss watching these uh you know past wrestlemanias uh, then next up, man, we got, <clears throat> excuse me, quite frankly, for me, for me, 
this was the best match of the night. This was the match I this was the match I didn't realize I was so invested in as a little kid. And then watching it again, I realized why I was so invested into it because uh Jai Soul, brother. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's 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 Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah. Going up against Macho Man Randy Savage for the Ooh, WWE. Yeah. And man, it, it was just my watching again, man. It, it 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 brought me back to that time where it was like I was so in awe of the characters and what was going on that you know I didn't really get to appreciate the match. And right. being older now, I can appreciate the match. And I, you know, I, I still find it to be one of the greatest matches. Uh one of the, you know, the story, the just just macho man being macho man you know just being that dude that you 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 see his excellence his excellency excellent ah i can't talk man but you see his greatness in the ring you see him be that guy and then you see ricky's dragon steamboat be that dude you know to be that legend that he is and these two styles and two different guys clashing and you buying into the match and of course jordan animal steel having his thing for miss elizabeth steel which, you know, that was kind of the kind of the distracting moment for 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 Macho Man, but franchise man, I want I want to get to you because uh, for this WrestleMania, uh, there were only two title matches. This was the, one of the first. Uh, what did you think watching this match? For and I want to know what your thoughts was on watching this match because I know how it felt. I mean, the match. It, first of all, it's nice to see somebody else other than Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh, have a really like, good he was, we haven't got to him yet. I'm saying that they actually had like a, a big match on the card that actually mattered. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was nice, man. And, and Randy, uh, I'm about to call him Randy Orton, Lord, uh, Randy Savage, man. That was my that's that's my guy. That's my guy. Uh, Randy is definitely a guy that I wish I would have gotten to see actually do a lot more of in person. Once again, I yeah. really didn't get a chance to see much of Randy. You know, when I say Randy, it was. During his NWA days, I mean NWO days in WCW, so I really didn't get a chance to see the real Macho Man Randy Savage and all of his glory. So to go back and to be able to rewatch, uh, especially and then, and then you you see really uh, how much of an asset Miss Elizabeth was, even though you know that was his partner in real life. You see how much you know just on screen she really added to the Macho Man persona. You see when you when you look at a lot of Randy's storylines and a lot of his matches how much she's the biggest part of a lot of them um and just how they use that real life infatuation because like you said as as fans you know uh, of of macho man you watch miss elizabeth you're like wow like she's beautiful like there's no denying that and then so you play off these storylines with other men envious of you know you and your wife and they're trying to use that uh, to get a one up on you, which created some of these awesome feuds and storylines. I mean, it, it it was cool, man. Uh, Macho Man was definitely, uh, it, to me, I felt like this match in particular, even though Hogan was on the card too, it was nice to really kind of see them branch out and give somebody else, you know, a spotlight outside of Hogan, even though Hogan still dominated. But to see Macho Man really get his due in this one, it was good, man. I enjoyed it thoroughly. All right, man. Cool. I ain't got no problems with that, man. So moving on, man. We we had the honky tonk man with Jimmy Hart defeating Jake Roberts uh, in a in a singles match, and and honky tonk man 
he was that one. He was one of those dudes, man, where he was he was uh he's another one of those guys that I think because he was like one of the first longest running reigning uh intercontinental champions that people wanted to see him kind of do a little more. I, I think people wanted to see him win the big title. Uh Joe says Randy's matches, even on superstars and wrestling challenge, were great, even though <laughs> he was usually squash local jobbers and enhancements. And because he he had a way of of delivering those matches. He had a way of where you watch Randy Macho Man, you watch Randy Savage. I almost pulled him almost say Randy Orton. Uh you watched him and you you were just in awe in the way he the way he delivered what he did again, guys that were great at what they do and and making sure that the, the their spots and whatever, you know, it, it put them over. It, it made them look the way they needed to look. Uh, so you're right, Joe. Watching, watching, what like I said again, going back and watching Macho Man through these, man, it it it, really, it brought back a lot of great feelings and and why I like wrestling, why I am a fan of wrestling, why I bought into it. Uh, early on and 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 still to this day. <clears throat> Next up, man, we get the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov defeating the Killer Bees, uh, Brian Blair and Jim Brazil uh, by disqualification, of course. And then, of course, we got to the main event. We get to the coup de gras, the match that I think a lot of people wanted to see, and WWE did a great build for this because it was Hogan. Because uh, you had uh, pretty much you had Ted DiBiase getting into the ear of Hogan, uh, Andre the Giant. You know, this was when Ted was kind of really just. Uh, no, I don't think Ted was around this time. Uh, this was this was just Bobby Heenan. But they were really building towards a uh, Ted came later on. Uh, they they were really building, uh, you know, where they thought Andre and Hogan was friends, and then Hogan, Andre, Andre, no, he wants to be champion. He he wants to prove he's the best, and you had. You know, you had the perfect you had the perfect guy to go up against. You had this guy that a lot of people can't beat. Andre the Giant, he's someone a lot of people don't beat. The dude down there won every match. No one could really put him up. Uh, the crowd was hot. I was hot. Everybody was hot for this match, Joe. And you're right. It was it was the way they built this. Of course, it was the one thing everyone wanted to see. But like you say, it was awesome to see you know, Steamboat and, and Savage have such a good match and what they did, it was, it was, it, was, it stole the show. But for me, it stole the show. Uh, now, uh, back then, you couldn't tell me nothing about Hogan. The fact that we get to this match and you see that Hogan is struggling. He's struggling, yeah. you know, to, to against Andre and, you know, and then he hoaxes out of it. You know, he 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 finds that inner power. The crowd is getting behind him. The people are cheering. You know, people started taking their vitamins and saying their prayers. And Hulk Hogan was getting that strength. And you know, he had to come back. And he was able to pick up Andre the Giant. And man, yeah. watching him do that, dude, I I had a moment where it was like as a kid, I was so in awe by it because I'd never seen no one pick him up. I at that time. When I started watching, I'd never seen no one pick up Andre. So to see Hogan be able to do it and get the lay drop and get him for the pin, uh, I, I, man, I probably, I, <laughs> if I was to ask my mother, man, she would probably tell me, man, I was just all over the place. I was just so pumped and happy. And then watching it again, like I say, it was just another one of those moments where it's like, man, this was, 
this was so bone and like goosebumps. It's like, man, I've watched this. I know what happens. Why am I getting chills watching it? Uh, because it was the thrills, the story is what brought you into it. Franchise, your thoughts on this match before we get to the next mm-hmm. wrestling? Well, <clears throat> in the moment, I wasn't alive. You know, I was just, uh, I was a swimmer in the sack of nuts. But <laughs> once, you know, my dad decided to do the right thing and to shoot me out into the world. <laughs> <laughs> God damn you, man. All right, go ahead, man. And, and, and I became able to grow organs and eyes. Dude, get to the match, man. Get to the match, man. We got that. We're going through step by step of birth, man. No, man. We got that, man. Let's go, man. Hey, man. Look, you know me. No, seriously. 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 Oh, man. Damn. I'm funny. Uh, nah. <laughs> Hey, so this this is one of those iconic moments. Um, you know, the, the slam heard around the world, followed by the leg drop. You know, Hogan and Andre, they fought several times before, but this was the match that really, really uh, solidified their legacy and their history. This is something that will be forever remembered um, from now until the end of time. When you, when you think of professional wrestling, when you think of WWE, when you think of WWF, when you think of WrestleMania, you can't say WrestleMania without mentioning that slam between Hogan and Andre, because like you said, Andre the giant, he was that a real life giant. You hear stories of Andre behind the scenes. You hear stories of Andre on the plane. You hear stories of Andre just wherever, whenever by whoever. And the guy was truly larger than life. And, you know, you got Hulk Hogan, that all American hero who could, who could defeat Andre, who could slam Andre, who could make it look believable. And of course, man, it's Mr. You know, each of them say a prayer is Hulk Hogan. So the match itself, once again, the storytelling, the storytelling was impeccable. The uh, the way they set it up, the timing of the slam, I felt was perfect. I felt like they worked the match long enough. It wasn't like Hogan just came in and just slammed Andre. No, no, no. You had a build to that. And Andre did such a great job, such a great job of, you know, making Hogan look strong when he needs to be strong. But then he also did a good job of cutting Hogan down, you know, showing his size, showing his strength, showing who his brutality, the psychology of it, you know, was really what did it for me. And like you said, you know, me some 20, 30 odd years later, you know, going back to rewatch this moment in time, I get excited watching it and I know what happened, right? Uh, so to, I can just I can just imagine being somebody who actually seen it like live or in that moment. I can just imagine just the landscape of wrestling then how huge of a moment that's that really must have been for a true fan back then. Yeah, I think I don't. Uh, this what is this pay per view? Bad. I don't think I went to sleep. <laughs> this was one of those nights, man, where I was supposed to be in the bed two hours ago. I was up watching WrestleMania. That's why I appreciate you. Thank you, Mama, for letting me watch WrestleMania. <laughs> Next up, man. Uh, but again, this was this was the truly the. This is what truly grabbed me, and you know, to really you know have this love for this business. Uh, but next up, man. So, we 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 got Hogan and Andre, and apparently after that WrestleMania, they went back and forth, you know, for the championship. Uh, you know, Ted DiBiase and all that, whatever, tried to get it. You had all of that, and and ended up being um, uh, my memory's bad. I'm sorry, 
try to watch all this stuff and get the information. But uh, there there was had to be a vacate a vacancy of the championship. And by this time, they had uh, they set up a tournament where this one was really just based for you know this this WrestleMania was really based on the tournament of who would uh, you know who 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 would be the come the new champion. And it was kind of obvious where it was going to go, but we had a little bit of something different. Uh, Joe says, man, back then they used to put WWF results in the newspaper, and I remember seeing a photo of the slam on the front page of the Plain Dealer. And I do too, Joe. I do too, man. I do remember seeing that, man. And I had that clipping for a long time until I moved, and I can't remember what I did with it uh, back then, but I, it was on my wall Uh seeing Hogan's body slam Andre the Giant. But again, that was the spectacle of what Vince wanted for WrestleMania that, you know, even mainstream would pick it up and be like, oh, man, you know, we, we are in all of what this is going on. So that was awesome. Hey, too cold, man. I, I got a secret for you. Right? What's up, bro? I, 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 I can't allow this show to go on any longer without being honest with you. What's um, up, man? I, I took that newspaper. You, t- man, you know what, man? Before you, even before you were thought of, even before you, you, you came out of your daddy's nutsack. I got you, brother. <laughs> I got. I you. told you, man. I came out flying like a fastball from Roger Clemens. I see, man, right off the wall, and then took it with you. I got you, brother. All right, I got you, man. That's why you end up owing me that sandwich after. Uh, oh, we're gonna talk about that later. But uh, again, WrestleMania four. This was pretty much more set up for the vacancy of the WWF championship. Uh, the first match, man, you know, we had a battle Royal bad news. Brown won by eliminating uh, Bret Hart. And I noticed one thing, man, this was the early years for Bret Hart coming in. He was losing a lot of battle Royals. I, did, yes, I don't know why, how, you know, they thought Bret Hart and, and the Hart foundation needed to be in battle Royals to lose, but he was losing a, quite a few of them at this time. Uh, the first match in the first round of the tournaments for the for the championship, we had Ted DiBiase with Andre the Giant and Virgil defeating Jim Duggan. Your boy, go ahead and give it to him. It's Jim Duggan. Go ahead. Give, give, you you oh. said you want to say it. Yeah, come on. Oh, man, you're, sli- oh, you're slipping, man. You're slipping, man. Come on, man. I got you. I got you. Three, two, one. Ho! There it is, man. Uh, then the next match, we got Don Marco. Uh, with superstar Billy Graham, man, superstar Billy Graham, another guy look like he could still whoop ass, and at that time he still like he whoop ass. Uh, defeating Donnie Bravo, uh, and then we had Greg Valentine with Jim Hart, uh, Jim Hart, Jimmy Hart, sorry, Jimmy Hart defeating Ricky Steamboat, and I think this was the one I hated because I wanted Ricky the Steamboat after watching him beat Macho Man. I wanted Ricky the Steamboat to be the new WWF champion, so this was one match. I, at that time, I was upset, and it kind of reminded me that I was upset that he lost this match. Uh, next up, man, we had Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth beating D- uh, Butch Reed with Slick. Uh, we also had the one-man gang with Slick. Again, one of those guys that was a manager of a lot of different people, like Heyman and others. I'm sorry, not Heyman. Heenan. Bobby Heenan. Uh, he defeated Bam Bam Bigelow. <clears throat> uh, Bam Bam. Seeing Bam Bam, man, I... This was the big. This was the first big guy I saw do stuff that I didn't think they were supposed to do, and this is what made me have that love for the big guys that were more agile than what they were perceived to be. And right. and, and and you know, bam, bam. That's that, that's that's my dude, man. Uh, next up, man, we had Jake Roberts versus Rick Rude. Oh, I hated. I hated Rick Rude. Uh, he was. Oh, I hated Rick Rude. Uh, and then in a time limit draw. 
then you had the ultimate warrior who defeated Hercules. <laughs> hey, bro, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Who said something? <laughs> I see a match for Mania 39 Tuco versus Franchise. <laughs> It's a franchise lock versus two cold titty twister. <laughs> Joe, you a fool, bro. <laughs> the two cold death drop uh, all in the plane dealer. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down, man. I want my clipping back, man. I want my clipping back, man. You know, I cherish that, man. That was my shit. Uh, you, Joe, man, you my guy, man. Uh, next up, man, uh, where am I at? Uh, oh, Warrior. Uh, so we got to the match where I, I assume like everybody else, Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Now, this was the corner final tournament match. This was after the first round. Of course, you know, these two guys being the big names they are, they got the first round by this match, which I was disappointed in at the time ended in a double DQ. Uh, so neither guy, uh, you know, were able to advance. I hated it at the moment until I remember Randy Savage was still in it. And so I'm like, oh, okay, cool. All right, cool. At least I got someone else. Uh, next up after that, man, we had the first championship match of the night, which was Brutus the Beefcake defeating the Honky Talk Man with Jimmy Hart and Peggy Sue by disqualification. Of course, uh, 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 the Honky Talk Man, this is part of his long reign as Intercontinental Champion. He didn't he didn't win the match, but he didn't lose his championship. Uh, we also had the Islanders, Haku and Tuma, uh, with Bobby Heenan defeating the British Bulldogs in a six-man tag match with the Dynamite Kid and Coco Beware. We had uh Randy Savage defeating the one-man game, which I'm not even sure why the hell he was even that far in the <laughs> tournament. He should have been in the damn first round and one of the first people eliminated. Uh, but you had to give Savage somebody to beat that would have been easy. Next up, man, we had Demolition, Axe, and Smash. I was not a huge Demolition fan. I they to me they were a ripoff of the Road Warriors. Uh, and and I was. I told you, man, we got them dollar store tree ass people, man. Man, but 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 Demolition was a legit group. It's not like it's like I it's like if I gotta pick one, I'm going with them. I'm not going with Demolition, but. They were a respected tag team. You know, they, it was like, I, I, you like to see their battles and who they were fighting. Uh, but they ended up uh, defeating uh, Strike Force with Rick Bartel and Tino Santana for the tag team championships. And, and I want to say, is this where right when Rick Martel sprayed? I think this is where he sprayed the, uh, the mist and, and uh, what's the name's eyes because he didn't want to be a partner with him anymore. So that's kind of why they lost. Uh, because uh, I, I didn't get to finish watching this one, so I, you know, to remember. Uh, but, you know, like I said, Demolition, new tag team champions. Uh, then we got the finals of the WWF championship match. We got one of the guys, and again, you asked this question earlier, man, you know, is Roddy Piper one of the top tier guy, top 10 guys to never won the championship? And I said, yes, probably top five. Well, here's another guy that's top three. Ted DiBiase, because him and Randy Savage, they were in the finals for this championship match. And Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man, whoo, man, if you didn't want to hate an arrogant prick, a rich arrogant prick, Ted DiBiase was that guy you wanted to hate, and you hated him. With that being said, bro, uh, before we move on to WrestleMania 5, 
your thoughts on this match and 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 pretty much just the way the tournament and everything went for this WrestleMania and how the setup was. Say DBS ain't shit, bro. Man, dude, why you being disrespectful? Say DBS ain't shit. Nah, you, you ain't shit, bro. You know what, Joe? Man, we're gonna have that match real soon, man. Bump twenty thirty now. And this dude gonna have to fight real soon, man. Go ahead. Man. <laughs> look, look, Get your man. thoughts, bro. Go ahead. I talk. I respect the man, man. I do. He's a legend. He is. Right, right. He's a he's an arrogant ass. Hey, he was. He was. I can't deny. That. I mean, you know, I understand every man has his price, and maybe for the right price, I will become a bigger fan, Mister DiBiase. Yeah, run me that check, fool. Run me that shit. <laughs> I want a new stimmy. Give me a new stimmy. I want a new stimmy. Hey, look. Hey, look. That's all I'm asking for, Mr. Ted DiBiase. I mean, your son had a DiBiase posse. (laughs) (laughs) Some come, some go. You will never know. But uh, (laughs) but no, seriously, seriously. (laughs) Hey, man, nah, Ted DiBiase, that's a hell of a guy, hell of a guy. We, we, We talk about guys who, you know, it's all about reaction. All about reaction and Ted DiBiase damn sure made sure whether it was his in ring ability or just you know promo he's cutting on the mic, he made you feel like he knew that he was better than you and he wasn't afraid to say that he was better than you. He wasn't afraid to say that hey, I got more money than you. He wasn't afraid to let you know, hey, I don't have to physically pin you for a championship, I can just buy it off somebody, you know. Right. So, yes, I do agree. I do agree. Ted DiBiase is definitely one of those top guys. Uh, to who have to have never held the big one, but I, I think the thing that's a little more confusing for me is why didn't they just let him buy it off somebody? Well, he tried that, but it they it, they wouldn't never allow it. Remember, he tried. No, that. no, I, no. I know, but I but but my my, th- my thing is, I feel like that just would have made so much sense to me because he was what? already like I I I feel like he he didn't have to pin nobody for it, but. Just as just to say on the record, he was the you know I'm saying the company champion. Well, they he could have lost right because back. he bought it. He bought it from Andre the Giant. Like that's what I, I believe that's what caused the the controversy for the tournament was and why he ended up in the finals. He tried to buy the championship from Andre, but WWF wouldn't allow him to be recognized as the champion for doing that. You know that. So so they yeah. actually did do that at that time. They they did they yeah. someone did. He did try to buy it. He tried to be the main But I meant like legitimately, like on the books. Uh, but but because the company wouldn't allow it, they, they they wouldn't. Well, that's on them because they even though he did do that, he did buy the championship to be the champion. He did walk around with the championship. They they didn't make it official. See, that's on Vince. You could have made that official. Well, he bought the championship from Andre yeah. the Giant. You could have made it official, but they didn't do that. So that's why there's no real officialness of them having it. Like, yeah, we remember him holding it and claiming to be the champion, but they didn't let that ride. So he he did that. It was just on them not making it official. But he did do it. They they did make that story. So and that's that was kind of one of the things. It was like, damn, Andre, you just like everybody got a price. And Andre's like, yeah, I'll take the money. Here you go. <laughs> like, he gave it up so damn fast, man. I don't, I, I ain't never seen a big man move that goddamn fast. Uh, but with, with, with that, man, that was, uh, you know, Randy Savage became world heavyweight champion. Uh, that was something a lot of people wanted to see. <clears throat> they thought he was that next guy. 
to, you know, step up and, you know, and, and to be that new. It, it, it was different. Like you say, this was the first WrestleMania where Hogan wasn't in the main event. He was on the card. He had a match, but he wasn't in the main event. You know, this was about someone else winning and that person getting over. So uh, with that being said, bro, uh, that was WrestleMania four. We're getting ready again to WrestleMania five, man. But uh, we got some comments, man. We got some stuff you can bring up. I'm going to go use the bathroom right quick before I come back. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, man. We have because I know we had a few pop up, but let me let me go, let me go, you know, do what yeah, I gotta do. Go ahead, your business. Go ahead, we got we got two more, and we're about to get out of here. We let y'all go, folks, go to sleep. <laughs> let me see, Randy. Uh, Joe says, What did you say, Joe? We got a whole bunch of comments for you, man. I didn't even get a chance to uh to bring them up. Let's see, hold on, damn, we got another comment. Let's see where we going, where we going. Joe says they could have deal with Hollywood Hogan. Matter of fact, let me pull this up so everybody can read it. They could have done what Hollywood Hogan and Nash did in WCW and have someone in the Million Dollar Man stable win the championship for him, and he pins. You know what? They could have done that. They could have done that um, because we've seen instances after um, you know the Million Dollar Man's career where people have won the championship, right? Um, whether they pinned the person for it or not, or submitted the person, you know, you had people get recognized as the champion. So I feel like, man, it's not really a big deal. I mean, he's a hall of famer either way it go, but I definitely feel like there's no reason why the million dollar man should be recognized as a champion, uh, as the, as the main company champion, uh, to say the least. Um, and Joe, man, you funny, you funny. Stop trying to pit me and two against each other. You know, we are the tag team champions of the world. Uh, and you should know that, man. You 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 the third member. You the loser weight champion. So we need you. Uh, Look here, man. Uh, plenty of tag team champions have fought. Okay, all right. Uh, Ray Mysterio and, and Eddie Guerrero, John Cena and and and, and Shawn Michaels. So uh, you yeah. know you can get you can you can get this work, bro. You can get this work. I want my I want my clippings back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he said he said he wanted his clippings back. Hey, man. You know, hey. I'm, 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 I'm trying to keep the peace, like Art McCoy. Yeah, all right. I, I hear you. <laughs> Oh man! All right, man. Uh, we good? Yeah, man. We good. We good. We good. We good. All right, man. So WrestleMania five, the explosion of the mega powers. Man, yeah. I remember when they put these two guys together, and I didn't even know I wanted to see Macho Man and Hulk Hogan be a tag team together, and it worked well until Hogan put picked up Miss Elizabeth and put him on her shoulders and 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 <laughs> hey man macho man go berserk because he was possessive of Miss Elizabeth but that was the story was that he was that that pretty much like these were two guys they worked well together they were winning I believe they won I think they were trying to become tag team champions and then they didn't do it but uh they had an opportunity but because Miss Elizabeth got hurt uh during the match Hogan decided to pick her up, take her to the back. And I, and I remember this vividly because it's like, oh man, Hogan, what okay, okay, hurry, hurry up and 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 because Macho Man needs you. Like, hurry up and get back to the ring, man, so y'all can win. And you know, uh he he was he he, he ended up not getting back in time. And they ended up losing a match. Uh uh Savage was irate because Hogan wasn't there and he was where he was. Macho's more issue was the fact that Hogan was, you know, trying to move in on his lady. 
He didn't appreciate that, you know, he, you know, he carried her to the back. He didn't, he didn't appreciate anything that Hogan was doing because he thought Hogan was trying to move on his lady. And, and like I said, Macho Man was possessed. He was very possessive of uh, Miss Elizabeth, which then that led, you know, of course, to the infamous attack at the back where he basically beat down on Hogan and Hogan's crying to him. Why are you doing this to me? And, blah, 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 and blah, whatever. And this this again a, a story a rivalry something that you build up you had people buy into these guys as being a team and then you see them explode and it was like oh man people really were behind the mega powers man i mean it's macho man and and if bro to see some of these promos and i i don't remember all of them but some of these promos man they were wild they were crazy you got hulk hogan being all extra and loud you got macho man oh yeah you know and it was like, dude, <laughs> I, as a kid, I marked out for it, man. As an adult, it was like, man, I love it, but damn, what did Macho Man say? <laughs> what, what the hell was he saying, man? What the hell was he talking about? But I, it, it, it was cool. It was cool to kind of just go back and go through that. And with that being said, man, we're going to get through this WrestleMania 5. Uh, <clears throat> the first match, we had Hercules defeating uh, King Haku with Bobby Heenan. We had the Twin Towers, Akeem, and Big Boss Man with Slick defeating oh, the Rockers, John Michaels, and Marty Jannetty. Yeah, the Big Boss Man. Another, again, another another guy, you know, was like, I like this dude, man. He's coming out as a cop. He's handcuffing people. He's beating the hell out of them with the bitty club. I like the Big Boss Man, man. He's, he's ruthless. I like this dude. Uh, we had Brutus to beat uh, Robert Beefcake defeating Ted DiBiase in a double dip. And it, well, it was double count, so he didn't defeat him. But, uh, you know, th that was one of those things I, I noticed a lot of these WrestleManias. They had a lot of double count out matches. They had a lot of matches where guys just got counted out uh, just to kind of, you know, because you didn't, I guess you at that time, you didn't want either guy to lose. Or I'm not really sure what the purpose was, but. I felt there was too many. It's like every WrestleMania, every one of them, you had somebody who got counted out. Like, you know, has somebody actually win or lose the match? But, you know, again, kind of nitpicking, but it is what it is. You uh, had the Bushwhackers. Don't ask me why I was a huge fan of these dudes. They come out, they're waving their arms, and there's the Bushwhackers, and they're licking people's heads, and they're eating sardines out of a can, and I, I don't know why I was a fan of him. I, I, I just was. I, I, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can interview Eugene. Uh, yeah, well, whew, yeah. <laughs> and interviewing them was like interviewing. If if you could interview Eugene, well, they, they did. But that's yeah. It, before that, before Eugene's time, before Eugene's time, uh, you had one of the greats. Uh, you had Mister Perfect defeat the Blue Blazer. Uh, you had Devolution, Axis Smash, defeat uh, the, the champions, defeat the Powers of Pain, the Barbarian, and the Warlord with Mr. Fuji in a handicap match for the WWF Championship. Mr. Fuji was involved in the match. Uh, you had Dino Bravo uh, defeating uh, Ronnie Garvins. Just going to pass that over. Uh, don't remember them. Not, re not, not, don't remember them as far as knowing them to be relevant or anything. Uh, you had the Brain Busters, Arn and Tully Blanchard. Arn Anderson and Tony Blanchard. This is one of those moments. I was like, man, I forgot they were there for a minute. But this, you know, they weren't. They weren't the Four Horsemen there. They were something else. Uh, with Bobby Heenan, they defeated Strike Force, Rick Martel, and Tino, Sar Tino Santana. Uh, I guess this is when they. This is when that infamous spray face to the can happened. 
you had Jake Roberts defeat Andre the Giant. It was by disqualification. Uh, Big John Stud was the guest referee. Uh, of course, this was infamous because the, the story for this was, you know, uh, Jake was teasing, you know, Damien wrapping himself around Andre's neck. And Andre freaked out. He was afraid of snakes and he did not play. And when 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 the match kind of got going and Andre was kind of taking advantage of him, Aunt Drake, Jake just said, forget this. I'm going for the bag. Uh, A lot of people didn't like this WrestleMania. Uh, It it was really just the main event, but this was, it was, it was, it was, it was funny to see in a way because once Jake got to the bag and he got to Damien and he, and he slung that bag and Damien slid across that ring again. I ain't never seen a big man like Andre the giant move the way he moved franchise, man. What are your thoughts on Jake the Snake versus Andre the Giant and kind of the rest of the card in this WrestleMania. Well, the rest of the card sucked, but I, <laughs> but this, but, I, but 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 I mean, come on, dude. Have you seen Damien, bro? Oh, Man. dude, I would I would have turned into Rey Mysterio if I would have seen that motherfucker, bro. I, hey, hey, dude, look, shout outs to every single wrestler who has allowed Damien to be placed on them. Because ain't no way in the hell you could have paid me to be calm enough where I wouldn't have gotten attacked. Because there's been stories that Damien has bitten a couple people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for real. Like, like, for real, for real. So there is no way in the hell, man. First of all, bro, I'm, I, look, I'll be the first to admit, dude. You know, I can go get a tattoo, but it's two things I hate. Get my teeth pulled, snakes and roaches. <laughs> so. That's three things, bro. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Hey, hey, you see, I, hey, I, I, I try to put snakes and roaches. It's like, yeah, one. I see that. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's two different things right there, brother. No, no, but, no, no, sir. No, but no. yeah, man, hey, I, I, I've never been a fan of snakes, bro. I've never been a fan of snakes. So, you know, whenever I would see, you know, matches with Jake the Snake and he had just dumped a bag out of Damien to just be there. And Damien wasn't like no garden snake either. This is like a fucking 10, 15 foot long python or whatever the hell he was. Man. So it was just like, yeah, oh, man. Just, just, python. Yeah, just, just knowing that any minute, like on live television, this damn thing could possibly kill you. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, man. That ain't the way I'm trying to go out, big fella. <laughs> not at all sir not at all man but it, again man it was just one of those cool moments man because it's like andre man you yeah man he's not he's not a big I, again i ain't never seen that big man move you know and he you know as he got older you know moving like that wasn't great for him but the fact that he was able to move i mean <laughs> i he couldn't get out the ring fast enough like if he could have run through the ropes and landed on his feet and kept running, he would have. <laughs> like that, it was just funny. Like, yo, he hey, was they, not playing they, around. They, with they, they say cocaine is a hell of a drug, but so is adrenaline. Because I, boy, he was he was out. He was out. He, hey, was, he gone. was gone. He had booked it. I, I, he damn near looked like Carl Lewis trying to get just the other one. Man, for real. All right, man. So after that, man, we got a uh, we got the Heart <laughs> Foundation. Uh, defeating Greg Valentine and the Hunky Tonk Man in a tag team match. We got Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan defeating the Ultimate Warrior to become the new WWF Intercontinental Champion. And again, what made Rick Rude another one of those top 10 guys for me is because he was so over. How many people 
can come out. And I know this has been said about him many times, but how many people can come out with the picture of someone's wife on their trunks and 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 just be so disrespectful? I the dude was disrespectful, but this was Val Venus's father before Val Venus. Okay. Uh, like yeah. Rick Rude gave birth to Val Venus, and that's what all he was, but I, but again, because he was so over the people, the ladies loved him. The guys hated him. <laughs> that was the truth because the guys hated him and the women fonder for him. And he always brought a woman in. He would give him a kiss and they would they would just faint in the ring and just lay there. And, and it was just like, ah, get the hell out of here. Then it was like, ah, boo, I don't care about that. But now it's like, dude, they y'all fell for that. But then again, I can see why Rick Rude was. Dude, the dude was stacked, man. He was he was built like the dude. I think he had dinner an eight pack. He was ripped every damn where. It, it, it was it, yeah, man. Rick, Rick, Rick Rude had the ladies. He had the ladies. Ravishing, uh, ravishing, the ravishing Rick Rude. But to become the Intercontinental Championship, you know, is the kind of highlight of his career, uh, at least as far as championship wise. Uh, next up, man, we got the bad news. We got bad news. Brown defeating. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, at versus Jim Duggan ended in a double disqualification. Uh, then you had the Red Rooster defeating uh. Bobby Heenan with the Brooklyn Baller. And I and be honest, this was just a filler match. This was this this was uh, this is this was one of their yeah. It was a filler match. I, I, I'm not even going to go into that too much more. Uh, and then of course we got the you know, we got the match that everybody wanted to see. Again, this wasn't really a great pay-per-view. It had a couple of matches, but, uh, you know, Rick Rue, for me, Rick seeing Rick Rue versus Ultimate Warrior for the Intercontinental Championship, that, you know, that was a highlight. Andre, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Hogan versus Savage, Jake versus Andre, just because you knew uh, Andre had the, the fear of snakes. So it, it was only maybe three things out of this that I remember that at that time it was like, yeah, those those things stuck out more to me than anything else about this card. Uh, but again, it's the first few WrestleManias. It's the you know the evolution at the time is because of the characters and the way that the business was being driven. This was kind of some of the matches you got. Uh, but again, we had the build up. We finally get the match. Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage. Bro, I want to bring it to you, man. Uh, Yo, did you, how did you feel catching? Did you uh, watch this match? Did you can see this? All right, man. So, um, man, you know, two of the greats going at it for the championship, the story, the build, everything that went along and which made it the match that everyone wanted to see. What were your thoughts on it? Randy Savage got a hell of an elbow drop. I'll tell you that. Hey, look, when he, when he, when he, when he hit that elbow drop, he made sure. That Hogan knew that one was for Miss Elizabeth. Overall, though, man, the matches the matches great. I like I liked it a lot. Um, it 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 really was one of those matches where I had even more interest in it watching it back now, knowing the personal behind the scenes uh, tension that really you know existed between Hogan and Savage in real life. Um, so. I thought it was pretty cool uh, how they kind of play that. They they factored that into the situation, into the scenario, or whatever. But overall, man, I felt like the match was, the match was fucking great. I loved it. Um, my only thing is the one thing I've I've learned from Randy Savage, you know, rest in peace. Uh, that you no, know, I guess you could say Mark Merrow too 
is uh if you got a hot wife man do not <laughs> have her have her in the wrestling business with you because they will get over and you will not <laughs> um because yo know, I, I i feel bad for matt hardy same thing man damn you know it's just it's tough. It's tough. It's Matt tough. Hardy's worse, Matt Hardy's worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, man, just to, like I said, just to see the real-life heat behind the scenes um, and how they were able to, you know, just kind of capture that on screen as well. Right. Uh, it, told, it told a perfect story because any, you know, if you listen to certain wrestlers and certain interviews of people that knew Macho Man back then, once again, this is you know, just all, you know, hearsay. And, and of course, you could go back and watch some shit yourself. But they say, you know, Randy was like that in real life. You know, he was very protective over Miss Elizabeth, you know, like possessive. that. Very possessive. possessive. Yes, possessive, possessive uh, over Miss Elizabeth. And it, it was, it, it was what it was. And I hate to say it like that, but that's, you know, that, that wasn't really just a gimmick. That really was how he was said to be around her. So, uh yeah man the match itself was good um hogan once again hogan put on another great match uh randy savage put on a, a killer match uh but yeah man yo it, it, it was good it was good it definitely definitely uh started something that would go on for you know quite a while quite a while yeah yeah you're definitely between those two I, unfortunately uh we didn't really get too much after this as far as those two fighting it kind of ended there um I think they had one or two more matches, but it it, it didn't manifest into anything better than that. Uh, and and that again, you know, again, you know, you had the mega powers, you had built them up, and this was the big thing for this WrestleMania. And like Joe said, you know, a lot of people, it just looking back at it, it it was a long rest, fifteen matches. Uh, out of the fifteen matches, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong paper. Uh, that's the, I'm sorry, that's next year. That's the actual WrestleMania six. I'm about to get ready to, um, this had 14 matches out of the 14 matches. Uh, that match went 17 minutes. Everything else was less than 10 minutes. So it was like, that was a three hour pay-per-view, but you know, it was kind of like, man, you running through a lot of stuff, but the things you were doing again, the star power, everything, the celebrities, again, it was the allure of WrestleMania. Uh, you know, you, you, you were, you kind of saw the transition of, of, of the backstage segments and kind of the son of the silliness that, you know, we've kind of grown custom to nowadays. You kind of seen that starting to become within this WrestleMania and just maybe like the past one. Uh, but with that, man, we're going to move on, ladies and gentlemen, to the final WrestleMania of the night that we're going to talk about WrestleMania six. And this one for me, uh, for me, the biggest match, of course, was the match for the title versus title. This was Hulk Hogan, the WWF champion, versus sure. versus Ultimate Warrior, the Intercontinental yeah. champion, who had defeated, I believe, the Hunky Talk Man at SummerSlam the year pr- that that year prior, uh, SummerSlam prior to WrestleMania. Bro, not, not not to cut you off, not to cut you off. So I'm hearing the Hunky Talk Man name a lot. I was not a fan of the Hunky Talk Man either. Sorry. He uh, a lot of people weren't, but you know, as a worker in the ring, man, the dude was good. Uh, he was definitely one of those pure workers in the ring. He 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 bought into his character. He bought into the ring work. Uh, he he was a thoroughbred man. He was what he was, and a lot of people weren't fans of him. I wasn't a huge fan of him, but uh, you know, the guy was good at what he did, and and that's that's 
in the entertainment business of wrestling, which it was becoming, that's what mattered the most. I wish it would matter sometimes now, but uh, then again, we would have Elias, and I don't want to. I, I don't want. Yeah, life. man. See, man, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Uh, hold on. Uh, Joe just sent something. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Paul Roma versus the Brooklyn Baller will be on the pre-show on today's WWE. Now that's your only pre-show. Be- that would be on Sunday Night Heat. That I would be- say that that shit would have <laughs> been on funny. main event. <laughs> right. 205 live it would have been that would have been nowhere near near the card man but let's let's get to that man let's let's get to this wrestlemania 6 man let's get through it 15 matches on this particular match man the the longest match the only match or well, it's two matches ted dibiase and jake roberts that went about 11 minutes but this match between the warrior and hulk hogan this was probably the first match that went. Uh, this was the first match that went above fifteen minutes. This was the match that actually went the twenty minute to thirty minute mark. You know uh, why these matches didn't go long? Because everybody's off that cocaine. They couldn't afford to go twenty minutes in the ring. It was a lot of coke in the eyes, man. A lot of coke. Yeah, Hunky Tonk Man was the classic Joe. I, I you know, I, I don't know too many people who say they like him. It's good to know you that you actually, you know, you actually are a big, huge fan of the Honky Talk Man. Uh, I don't know too many people say they were hey, a fan. Hey, bro. Of the honky the honky, man. The, hey, the Honky Talk Man is like White Castle. <laughs> hey, not a lot of people like it, but the ones who like them, let me tell you, <laughs> they some ride or dies. <laughs> Boy, they they buy up all thirty burgers. Uh, <laughs> so let's get through this match card, man. Like I said, we have fifteen matches, of course, as. Joe mentioned earlier, uh, there was the longest match Warrior ever had in his final. Yeah, it was. I I I, I can't recall him having ever a match that lasted more than 10 minutes, really. Uh actually more I can't remember him having a match that went longer than five minutes, even though I think the match with uh Rude uh that went nine minutes. I think that was the longest match that he's ever had. I can't remember a match longer than that. Uh, shake, rattle, and roll, baby. Longest Intercontinental Champion. You're right. Yeah, at that time, you're right. Uh, so let's let's get to this WrestleMania six. Uh, you know, we had Paul Roma versus defeated the Brooklyn Brawler. Like we said, that would have been a, a match on 205 Live. <laughs> we had Rick Martel defeat the Coco Beware. Coco Beware with the sh- with the cool Modi shades and the parrot. I uh. I ain't gonna lie for a minute. I thought he was cool, cool Modi. Until I realized he really wasn't. Uh, <laughs> we had Demolition, who apparently was still tag team champions at the. Oh no, I'm sorry. They, yeah, they were tag team champions. Uh, well, they weren't. They had just won. I'm sorry. Uh, they they had defeated the Colossal Connection, Andre the Giant and Haku with Bobby Heenan. Uh, sure. for, so you know, Demolition became tag team champions again. You had Earthquake, Earthquake. I man, wow, Earthquake. I I remember when he came in. With Jimmy Hart, he defeated Hercules. You had Bruce the Beefcake defeat Mr. Perfect with the genius. The genius. I, he was one of those dudes. I I hated the genius. <laughs> it, it was like, man, dude. It, it, oh, I hated the genius, man. He he was just, ugh, he just irked me, man, when I saw him. We had Bad News Brown defeat Roddy Piper. Uh, the match, oh, I'm sorry, he didn't defeat him. The match ended in a double count out again. I, I I hate that for that every WrestleMania somebody had to end in a double countout. It was like you you could have came up with something better than that. I it's something better than that. Hey, you, 
Roddy Piper deserved better than that. He, he should have won. Uh, you had Bad News Brown. I'm sorry. Uh, you had the Heart Foundation uh, defeat the 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 the, the what? Hold on, what oh, Nikolai Volkov and uh, Boris uh, Zoloff. I, I'm I'm probably butchered that name, but I'm sorry. Uh, you had the Barbarian with Bobby Heenan defeat Tito Santana. Tito didn't get a lot of WrestleMania victories. I noticed that man. He was he was part of a lot of these where he just he, he got beat up, man. And it's like, dude, he, he's it's Tino Santana, man. Like he he deserved better than this. Uh, we had Dustin Dusty Rhodes, you know, with Sapphire and Miss Elizabeth. Uh, defeat Randy Savage and Queen Sherry. Now, this for me was a highlight because I was a Dusty Rose fan, and I and I remember uh, when he brought Sapphire because he pulled her out the crowd, and you know she was just that one chick that loved the American Dream. She got down with him. She wore the polka dots and everything, and it was cool to see that. And I know, man, I, look, generational for me, it was cool for you. You looked at it and were like, "What the hell is going on?" Uh, oh, man. Hey, look, hey, look, man, look, Dusty, you know what I'm saying? The the, the blue collar, the hard working, the man's man, the guy that brought his lunch pail to work every single day, you know, he brought his hard hat to the, to, you know, with him every single trip. Look, I love, you know what's crazy? See, that's where you wrong. Because, see, I, I like Dusty, and the, but the reason I like Dusty was because Dusty, first of all, Dusty, man, he's a black man. You know, he's a, he's a black man on the inside, man. Dusty got soul, goddammit. Dusty was the dude. You know, when you listen to Dusty talk, he said he sounded like one of them pimps from Harlem Nights. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you like a tenant. <laughs> yeah, hey, 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 Dusty like a mix between a pimp and a white Bernie Mac when you listen to him talk. <laughs> he like, <laughs> Just without all the cussing, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me tell you something, baby. You know, let me whisper in your ear. Let me tell you something that you want to hear. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, Dusty, man, yeah. Hey, and let me tell you, Mick Foley got the flannel. Dusty's the only man that I know that can pull out polka dot draws, man. And do it. And and work it. And it's like, <laughs> hey, you know, my I'm... boy, hey, my boy had the Rikishi blonde hair. He had the polka dot draws on. My, hey, my boy is out here. Man, yeah. Dan, like, man, yeah, man, Dusty was the bomb, man. But what I, what I, the one thing that I liked about this was, you know, this is where, you know, Miss Elizabeth had enough of Randy Savage. Uh, this was also, uh, uh, this is also when uh, Queen Sherry, this is when Sherry became Macho Man's new, uh, new manager and 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 to have this little match it was it was cool to see because I wanted Miss Elizabeth to I wanted her to get some get back and she got a little bit of it you know she was the manager on the outside but she got to have her little get backs towards Miss Sherry you know especially but disrespecting her you know because Macho Man you know dumped her for Sherry and we all knew that was a mistake and we figured that out later on but uh Joe says man I was out on Dusty and what WWE did to him Dusty did the absolute best with and he did, because comparing where he came from, he was not that same dude. Uh, but I wanted Macho Man to win, you know, that one. It worked the way it went down. It, it, it did, and no, Dusty was not portrayed the 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 true to the to the best of the ability of what he was prior to uh NWA or WCW when he was there. He was considered a legit guy there. Where in WWE again. This is the one thing about the, the the late 80s or the 80s. It was character driven. This was it was about characters and he was a character. And it's unfortunate that they didn't see him more than what he 
than what he really was. Uh, next up, man, we got the Orient Express, uh, Sento and 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 uh, Pat Tanaka with Mr. Fuji defeating the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Mario Gennetti. And again, this is where uh, you know you get you know you you got up and coming tag teams, the Hart Foundation, the Rockers. They're coming in and they're starting to become those those teams that people were fans of. We got Jimmy Duggan, uh, you know, defeating Dino Bravo. Uh, we got Ted DiBiase with Virgil defeating Jake the Snake Roberts for the Million Dollar Championship. And, bro, I want your thoughts, man, when you saw the Million Dollar Championship. Because for me, when I first saw it, I thought, man, you know what? This is the epitome of, of Ted DiBiase. That, you know what? You can't buy the championship. You couldn't win the championship. So why not just buy your own and just and just do your own thing? And I like the belt. I've always been a fan of the belt. What are your thoughts on the million dollar championship belt, man? I, did you like it? Did you think it was cheesy? Well, what are your thoughts on it, man? I liked it. Um, I, I liked it because one, it was one of those custom belts where, of course, it was handmade for the million dollar man. But anybody else wearing that belt, it didn't look. It, it, it didn't look completely terrible uh you know i it's not one of those belts where you was gonna see on any and everybody it's like a main championship for years and years and years but i mean i liked it i liked it because you know going back to what we said earlier you know ted dibiase is probably one of the greatest to have along with roddy piper to have never really held the big one so at least at least the one thing that did make sense was they gave him his own title. And you know what? Hey, that's the one thing they can't take from him. Anybody can win a major title. Anybody can win the company's title on any given day, but not everybody has enough cachet with the company to where they go out of their way to make your own title. So to right. me, that, that says a lot that they actually went out of their way to make one for you uh, to represent you and your character. So, But it, <laughs> but it fit his character. He's got money. Just yeah, and, and I liked it. And the, and the little dollar signs, too, was, uh, you know, it, it, it added a nice little accent to it. Now, looking at the title now, it was kind of like, eh, eh. But, but, but for the time, for the time, though, I thought it was a pretty cool, it was, it was a pretty cool gesture. I liked it. Uh, yeah, it's like the smoke and skull type. It's like John Cena's champ spinner belt. You know, it's it's one of those belts that's like, it don't look good on no one else, but it looked good for that character and who he yeah. was. Uh, next up after that, man, we got Big Boss Man who defeated Akeem with Slick. We got Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan defeating Jimmy Snuka. I I would talk more about these matches, but they didn't really go that long uh, because you had 15 matches and you had only three hours. At this time, pay-per-views were three hours, two and a half, maybe three hours. So you you and plus you were doing so much extra stuff with celebrities and everything else. Again, you know, you you were bringing attention from other worlds of sports to the WWE. But uh, we get we we get to the match that everyone was looking forward to, man. Ultimate Word, Intercontinental Champion versus Hulk Hogan, the WWF Champion. <clears throat> and I gotta say, man, when I first watched this match, I thought it was one of the best matches I was ever watching. I rewatched this match. It's one of the terrible <laughs> matches that I ever watched. Man. Oh my god, dude! I it was, uh, yeah, I, you know what? I yeah, I was caught up in the moment, man. Franchise, you, Warrior Hogan, 
what are your thoughts, man? The final, our final WrestleMania before we get out of here, man. Two hours in, you know, you know, I promise, folks, the the next few shows won't be this long, but we'll be as detailed. But uh, what are your thoughts, bro, on on the Warrior versus Hogan for the Intercontinental Championship versus the WF Champion? <laughs> the the nostalgia factor uh the 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 name value is what people hold uh it's so it's so highly right it's right. hulk hogan and ultimate warrior you have two of the biggest names ever to grace the business but when you look at the reality of the situation much like john cena hulk hogan he only had the five moves of doom Hulk Hogan really didn't have a move set. Warrior baby had the four moves to do. Yeah, and, and Warrior and Warrior was basically just a, a, a precursor to what Goldberg would eventually be. Warrior was a guy that when you seen Warrior, you didn't expect a twenty minute match out of Warrior. When you seen Warrior, he came out. He came out with a burst of energy. He was good for about a good five ten minutes. Once his ass was out of gas, he was done. So Warrior, his matches were more entertaining and compelling when they were in bursts and when they were short spurts, where he can go out there, bounce off the ropes, go all crazy, take a little bit of offense, and then boom, either he was gonna win or he was gonna lose. But Warrior wasn't the guy you wanted to see in a super long drawn out match. Now here's the problem: when you get a guy like Ultimate Warrior who is very limited in his moves and his offense, when you get a guy like Hulk Hogan, who was very limited in their moves and their offense, and all they have is fucking characters. <laughs> at some point, at some point, you know, you're only as good as your dance partner. That's what they say in the in the, in the world of professional wrestling. When you look at moves and how certain moves are delivered, it's not always the person that gives the move that makes the move being given look good. It's the person that's taking the move. So if you got a guy who can barely give a move going up against another person who could barely give a move or take the move and make it look as necessary as it needs to look, the match is going to look very shoddy. I mean, yeah, people will look at the ultimate warrior and hold him like, okay, yeah, that was, that was a good match. But the only reason they're saying that's a good match is because of who was involved in it. Because if you took the names out of that match and you attach other names to these same people and you watch the same match, you're going to call it for what it was. And it was a very, very for it to be built and high the way it was and looking on paper the the hype that was behind it this match was very very uh, average average if average but it did not live up to the hype at all especially for the main event of a wrestlemania and you know that's no disrespect to either one but yeah man honestly it, th- this match wasn't all that and like i said hulk hogan he can go 15 to 20 minutes but he needs somebody in the ring that can make him look good he needs somebody in the ring that can actually work ultimate warrior wasn't that guy ultimate warrior he can work to a degree but he's got to be the guy that's on attack he's got to be the guy on offer he's got to be the guy coming out hot once ultimate warrior loses that burst much like goldberg it's a done deal yeah, I, I there were there were issues. I believe I think Hogan was upset with this match because Warrior, you know, he didn't he didn't stick to anything. You know, he kind of went off script. But I, to not diminish what this was, man. Of course, like I say, as a kid watching it as a kid, you know, back then this was the one of the greatest thing ever. I had never seen a baby face, somebody that was such a fan favorite go up against another fan favorite. So that was awesome. You know, never seen where one guy had one championship and he fought the other guy for the other championship. 
and you know it was winner take all. I had never seen that, so there were elements of it that made it what it what it needed to be. But uh, and I think this is where the downtrend for wrestling was going for for WWE because again in the eighties, you know, it was so character driven. But I think because of everything that you just said, the fact that this was a twenty something minute match, the fact that you had two big big beefcake guys that aren't great storytellers as far as long-term. These are guys that are built as people that can go through and have 10-minute matches and win, you know. So to, to put them in this long of a match, I think that's what kind of killed it because I don't really think guys knew what to do with each other after a while. I, I it, it just, like I say, looking at it now as an adult, you know, understanding the business, analyzing it, looking at it a little differently. Yeah, it, it, it it namesake, it was one of those matches you you talk about, but or that was at least seemingly historical. But uh, looking back on it now, it's like, ah, yeah, I I I see why Hogan was upset. Like, I, it's like I understood why he was upset about what was happening. I can understood, you know, the reason and the direction that they went afterwards or whatnot. But with that, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, two hours in, man, we have finally gotten through all the first six WrestleManias. Uh, any final thoughts, bro, as far as what we saw before we get out of here? Hell no, nah, that shit was a struggle. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was. Uh, the first I, WrestleManias, oh my God. Yeah, those were, uh, yeah, these were brutal to watch. Uh, now, uh, back then, you know, of course, I like again, you know, there was appreciation for it for then, but now looking back on it, kind of understanding things better, you look at it different, and, and you're supposed to when you get older. Hey, if you're uh, gonna scratch some shit off the network, Peacock, be free, please go ahead. <laughs> no, don't don't scratch those. No, don't scratch them. Just they weren't they weren't offensive then. Well, some of the Piper stuff might have been offensive, but the rest of the show wasn't offensive. <laughs> Hey, let Piper be free, man. Uh, no, no, no. If no one else can be free, Piper is not going to be. He is not going to be <laughs> on that list. Uh, with that, folks, like I said, man, that's that's WrestleMania one through six. Uh, we're gonna come back. Uh, we're gonna do. I was thinking Friday, but uh, I I think because of the time of when we're doing our show, I think Saturday may be better. So if uh, I think it may be a Saturday and Sunday, uh, I think we're gonna give you. Three. Uh, I'm, I was thinking maybe we'll, we did part one now because we said we we're going to do it. Uh, Saturday we'll do part two. Sunday we'll do part three. Monday we'll do part four. And then Wednesday we'll do part five. And then on Friday of next week before WrestleMania, uh, we'll do part six to kind of get you geared up. Uh, you know, but well, actually, no, actually, we're moving a little fast because we got a while before we get to WrestleMania. Then we got to go another two weeks. So, no, um, we're WrestleMania next week. It's next weekend. Okay, yeah. then never mind. I'm, I'm sorry. Then I'm, 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 then, then I'm right. Uh, yeah, we're going to give you parts two Saturday, part three Sunday, uh, part four Monday. So, we're going to give you the next three for those three days straight. And then we're going to give you because we still got to do reviews for, you know, TakeOver, Dynamite. We, we still got other shows, so you know we, we're we're gonna get those out the way this weekend. Uh, and then Monday definitely we'll we'll get part four, part five will be Wednesday, part six will be Friday, the night before you know that Friday before WrestleMania weekend. Other than that, this Saturday, uh, we will have our predictions for NXT. 
uh, because tonight was NXT and AEW, but tonight was the go home show for NXT as far as the pay per view because next week is Takeover at Stand and Deliver. So we're gonna give you our predictions for that this weekend along with the WrestleMania series. Uh, uh, we might do raw. We, we might shoot from the hip, but we got so much stuff going on. Uh, yeah, we're, we're we're gonna do what we do. <laughs> we're gonna do the best we do as we do it. So, with that, uh, that's it. I, I I think I talked enough. I think y'all listened to me. You know, for the last two hours, speak more than enough. Uh, franchise, anything before we roll out, bro? Not at all, man. Not at all. Uh, tomorrow we will be doing our. AEW and uh, NAC reviews. These won't be long. You know, we're, we're going to try to keep them both, like I said, 45 minutes to an hour combined. 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 You know, if, if the Lord is my shepherd, you know, maybe 45 minutes we can <laughs> knock this out. <laughs> Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, because I shall not want for for any more than an hour. (laughs) No, 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 no. Like I said, tonight's the go-home show for TakeOver, uh, for NXT. There's not going to be too much there. And AEW's AEW, so we'll we'll go through those. But uh, yeah, man, uh, let's get out of here. Folks, we thank you. Uh, I promise you, it won't be this long again. (laughs) But we wanted to make sure we were... We were in depth as much as possible about the first six WrestleMania's because they were important. They set up what was going to happen afterwards, uh, regardless of how great you thought some of the matches were or whatnot. This was the great. This was the setup to what we uh, enjoy today. So we appreciate y'all for giving you know giving your time to listen to us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Generational Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly. This is only seven year old PC Go. He's too cold. And uh, Deborah from Everybody Loves Raymond. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>